friends, welcome to the show, happy holidays, boy do we have a lot to discuss today, Roots, my friend, how have you, how's your week been, let me ask you that, I gotta go back to work today and, and it's really a, mm. a punch in the gut after the past week I've had, which has been uh amazing not without its challenges but still uh, a great week nonetheless ah well i don't have that problem i only had one day off well i guess i had thursday off um that was the one day but my normal sunday so uh, outside of thursday being off it it's felt like the same for me i had uh eh, i guess it wasn't a hard day yesterday it was pretty easy this time of year i'm slowing down anyway for work so i kind of get into, into that phase i get into more uh, more free time uh, but I'm doing awesome, actually. I'm already positive, um, but I have a lot of amazing things going on in my life, and uh, I can't feel more blessed than I do right now. I agree wholeheartedly. Welcome, friends. Welcome to Virtual Strangers 133. I'm your host, with with me. I'm your host, Wes. With <laughs> me, as always, is my good friend, Roots. And, uh, yeah, it, it's been, uh, again, a week not without its challenges, but so goes life. You know, on top of uh, uh, some of the uh, uh, more upsetting things that I've had go on this week, I've I've also been able to find more time than I than average to game a lot more, quite honestly. And then you know I, I've spent a lot of times gaming with friends. You, Eric, Wolveraza, uh, we all got to play some uh, after the fall the other day, and we're going to talk about that experience here in a little while. But even outside of that, I've got to stream more than I normally do, which means I get to hang out with my friends in chat. And uh, it's just been a, a great week overall. And I'm pretty good mood headed back into work tonight. Uh, that's always good. Uh, you did remind me about the Jankfest uh, Pavlov nightmare. Um, uh, you know, this is this happened to you, happened to me. You know, you plan on a stream and then um, you don't have to figure, figure out it when you're almost ready to go on. You don't have the game on your hard drive. And that's the time Steam decides to download like two mile or two megabytes a second it happened to me yesterday and that wasn't even the most frustrating part because when i find because actually it was kind of cool i got into pop one i got to, to mentor some little girl um on population one although she didn't do very well last which i didn't i'm she must have been really young um but it was uh, it was fun it reminded me how much fun population one can be with uh randos then i decided to try pavlov when it was downloaded and I had nothing but issues. Like I, I fell through the floor like three times, got stuck. Um, I, I, I felt like I was using a G2. I literally, every time I pulled the gun up, it was doing this to my face. Like I just, a nor not even really close, just a normal aim. So I don't know what Pavlov's go got going on. I don't know why everybody's raving about it. I loved it back in the day. It did look amazing, but I, I wanted to smash the game i wanted to smash my controller i wanted to smash my computer i wanted to uh i immediately stopped i was so irritated that i almost didn't stream my second stream that i was looking forward to which i'm glad i did um but that game i, I can just show you uh, having some kind of jank in a game that you expect to not have jank um i i don't i don't know what's going on with that game but it's really frustrating yeah and you know when you're trying to stream it that just amplifies everything right because you feel like everybody's looking at you while the shit's going on mm -hmm. and even if it's not your fault um you know it, it seems like it it is and uh 
you know, I get it with Pavlov. Graphics are everything, Roots. We we, uh, <laughs> we know that graphics are everything. And if the game looks better than it did last time you're in there, then that means that the game is better than it was last time you were in there. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, I went in, it was weird because I went into Pavlov and I was, the opening scene or whatever you want to call it, the menu, it's like all snowy and it looks like after the fall. I was like, oh my God, I, I, I had just came out after the fall and I'm like, I'm in after the fall. Um, you know, so if they could get fixed, whatever they've got going on, I, I did enjoy um, the gun game I was playing. Uh, you know, I, and it just really left a bad taste in my mouth for Pavlov. It made me enjoy Contractors for what it is. And uh, yeah, so. Maybe next time we hit the Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. See, that's one thing I didn't get a chance to get too much into was the uh, the PvP, but um, uh, I think it'd be interesting to try for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we'll definitely have time to get into that. It's going to be interesting to see how the uh, the progression from the runs affect the PvP. If you can gain an advantage by running uh, the the co op, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, that'll be an interesting dynamic to uh, watch over time. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome friends to the show. Uh, probably this could be our last numbered show before the end of the year roots. I mean, we've got a lot of, uh, stuff that we have to accomplish between now and the 2021 show. So, uh, don't worry friends. This doesn't mean that we're not going to have a show or that we're not going to be on the air. Uh, it just means that our schedule is going to be a bit more fluid for the rest of the year. We will be back this Wednesday to do our uh, final game of the month uh, episode of the year. And then after that, it's full steam ahead on 2021 show. Uh, notwithstanding um, some new content, some new series that will probably be kicking off at some point in December. Uh, anyway, it's an exciting time for us here. Uh, we want to um, remind everyone, you know, uh, well, in case you haven't noticed, the free stuff in Killer Deal show is kind of, uh, it's kind of gone now. It's kind of been retired. Uh, as there are, there is another series that we're working on and other things that we're doing beyond that, that, uh, we really don't have time to do the, uh, the three shows every week schedule. Uh, so with that in mind, I want to go ahead and remind everyone that, uh, this week is your last week to claim your three free PlayStation VR titles with PlayStation plus, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is the last week I could be wrong about that. But anyway, until you fall, The Persistence, uh, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, three of the best games in VR, all free with your PlayStation Plus subscription this month. I don't think I've said that one time this month, so I just wanted to go ahead and take the opportunity today to remind everyone to get in there and claim your stuff, because I don't know if you're like me, Roots. Uh, since we stopped doing that show, I've I've quit like claiming my free stuff, and that's that's a bad thing. Wow, one hundred percent. I've said it before, and I was not lying. Um, I get my news from Wes. I get my deals from Wes, and so as soon as the deal, the thing went, I I, I forgot about it. As a matter of fact, I went into Epic yesterday to. I was messing around with GTA Five uh, before I went online um, to play online, and uh, I realized there was games on there that I didn't have, so I picked up the new ones, and I had the exact same thought that you just said. I said, "Oh shit!" Because we're not doing the killer deals deal. Like I used to be religious because as I was looking up the stuff to pull the scenes, I would see it and I would be like, oh yeah, I better go get my games, right? It would always remind me. 
And so that's the only, that's one of the things that I, uh, makes me a little sad inside Wes, uh, that we've stopped doing the killer deals because me, I've suffered personally by not having probably five or six or 10 mediocre and maybe good games. I don't know. Some of them are really good games. You never know. I, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of epic games that I have that are amazing. So, well, uh, we will continue to find uh, solutions to this. I don't want to just shut off that uh, avenue completely. Deals are something that people care a lot about. Um, and although the viewership did increase the last few weeks that we did it, and they were quite like stacked up to the, the other two shows in terms of attendance, and that may have been all about the time slot, but uh, we'll we'll continue to brainstorm and think of ways that we can bring that to you that doesn't require uh all of us to to get together one day per week maybe i'll i'll just go live and put the web screen up one night if there's a lot of if there's a lot of sales maybe i'll you know we just go live we put the instead of doing a a full report we just go visit the websites in real time and let people see what the deals are that'd be something we could do that doesn't really require any kind of preparation and uh and you know not as a weekly series or a weekly thing maybe maybe we do that from time to time when there's sales uh, as far as the free stuff goes and remembering to, um, to, to claim your, your free stuff week after week, month after month, I think, uh, that's a perfect thing, uh, to put in the reminders. So mm. maybe when virtual, when virtual strangers returns, uh, at the beginning of next year, maybe we, uh, we just add free stuff reminders to our reminder section at the end of the show yeah that's a good idea you know there's actually a free channel or free stuff channel in the discord i added there's a bot that i found that will periodically post and not only the epic stuff but like ubisoft or whatever so uh you know if anybody's curious look into that channel as well or go into that channel and and post what you see that's free and maybe you guys help us find out what's free as well so well, Raza says, how many PSVR games? If you're talking about free this month, three of them. And two, you fall the Persistence, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, all free with PlayStation Plus. And those are bonus games. Mm. Like, the, there's three normal games, uh, traditional games are on there, and three PlayStation VR games are on there to supposedly celebrate the um, the birthday of PlayStation VR, um, which I, I have a feeling, uh, just a hunch, that it might just be a, a means to um, mm. keep interest in PlayStation VR until they can make their uh, reveal, which a lot of people speculated is going to come this month in uh, December. That's crazy. Well, I'll tell you what, two of the best VR games on PlayStation VR, and the third one's no slouch either, um, but I would say the Persistence and uh, Walking Dead are, ama I mean, that's hands down, right? Two of the best uh yeah yeah absolutely um can't can't wait for that um we got a lot to talk about tons of headlines awesome featured stories and, and extra stuff in the reminders this week so let's not dilly dally anymore let's kick it off the way we always do by saying hello to our friends in chat uh will raza as we mentioned before is in the chat he says nope in the playstation plus library total oh dude how many how many psvr games uh i don't know they gave away here they lie they've given away wipeout they've given away rush of blood um they, they gave away well i mean they gave away like 
eight during the uh, the uh, play at home initiative. I don't know. I would say somewhere between fifteen and twenty uh, PSVR titles if you'd been uh, subscribed for the entirety of the PlayStation VR lifespan. You've probably had the opportunity to pick up 12, 15, 18 titles, something like that. Yeah, or if you're like me, you got three. I think I got three, maybe a couple more. I don't know. Those last three that we just picked up, I actually I think I already owned uh, one of them, Persistence. The other two I did not own. Man, the Persistence, I'm telling you, if you haven't played that, pick that up now. That is one of the best games. Um, it's so deep. There's so much depth. The, the gameplay loop that... Uh, and the fact that everything's changing, it's a very difficult game. Um, one of the best stealth games that I've played. And there's crafting. I mean, it's got everything. It got every, it has everything, and it's so good um, that they ported it to flat, right? And that usually doesn't happen. The opposite, right? So, Yeah, I'd like to revisit the Persistence now. Uh, it's a very difficult, challenging game. Uh, but I feel like I've leveled up over the last six months as a player. Like, I feel like I'm a better gamer now than I was last time I, I really got into the persistence. So I'd like to get back into it and, uh, and see how I do now. But, uh, I wasn't, it wasn't just hyperbole when I said three of the best games in VR. These are literally three of the best games in VR. Uh, one of them, arguably the best game in VR. Uh, and the persistence not far behind. It's a great, uh, it's a great game, and I'm hoping that uh, now that Sony owns Fire Sprite Games, that when the uh, PlayStation Five VR launches, that maybe we might get a full-on motion controller update for the persistence. Yeah, absolutely. You know, speaking of, um, well, I guess well, this will come up in the after the fall uh, talk, but you know, Mash and I were having some questions about the playstation vr version of it uh, but we'll talk about that when it comes up sure sure um boy brown is in the chat he says i'm sure farpoint as well was in ps plus i don't remember farpoint being in it but i do remember firewall firewall was a, a ps plus title uh for sure um I, I remember that when they started going seasonal they gave the best base game away um and i mean that, that's an amazing title in its own right uh sister is in the the uh chat what's up ashley as is berber cat um let's see here scion is in the uh chat scion says i made it to the second map on into the radius 2.0 uh i feel the i feel pretty large right now came across an enemy i'd never faced before this is scion talking about into the radius he said he came across an enemy that he's never faced before and a mimic with an automatic rifle, which is just a nightmare. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys caught any of my streams this past week, but those mimics are uh, no joke, bro. I did not catch it, but I need to watch it because I was watching um, what Scion was saying about it. He said something about how you were like sneaking past them in such in a way that impressed Scion. And that impressed me because Scion's like Mr. Into the Radius. And if you did anything that um impressed him you must have been kicking ass in that game but uh, you know we said this he even said this before and you even acknowledged this um and then why you kind of waited is it's kind of like a game made for you in a sense because it's exploration um it takes uh a lot of patience and skill and um there's just a lot to it right and uh, i would imagine this game is just unfolding for you yeah uh, it sounds cool 
Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, my last uh, time in it. So there, there, there are two streams out there. If you're going to watch one, watch the second one because we're a little further along. The first one mostly is uh, tutorial and entry-level stuff. Hmm. Um, but uh, what I like about Into the Radius, outside of the exploration, which is awesome, I love that that aspect of it, is uh, it, it's a stealth game that makes you be stealth. Like there's a real penalty if you don't sneak. And the penalty is you're going to die. And there was plenty of that going on. Uh, I died. Uh, I died quite a few times, but uh, you can save at any point, which is really the saving grace of it. I don't see how anyone like progresses at all in this game. If you don't save uh, often. Yeah. I think that wasn't the case at first. And people really kind of bitched about it until they fixed it. Cause it you kind of need it. Right. I'm one of those people Wes. when I did play it, I did die a lot because I, Okay, this is this is and don't judge me on this. This is how I go stealth most of the time. I will look away from the eye the the thing, like you know, like a kid does peekaboo. And it's if I look away and I don't look at them, they're not gonna see me. But then I realize really quickly as they're attacking and especially in this game, thrashing and tearing me to bits. Uh it's not a good strategy, Wes. I need to figure out a better one for sure. Wade Brown says, I'm sure Farpoint was PS Plus March this year, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it could have been uh, recently. Uh, th that's a good point. Um, I would have claimed it and not given it a second thought, but you're probably right. It probably was. Um, Got VR Legs is with us, uh, as is Simplex. What's up, friend? Um, Hack. Hack is in the chat. What's up, brother? As is Techno Glitch. Uh, oh, God, Techno Glitch is it? Is everything working okay, Roots? No, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just playing. Techno uh, glitch. Uh, the Melon Games is in the chat, as is PD. Hope, you feel, uh, hope you're feeling okay, PD. How are you doing? Uh, PD uh, has it. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. It the clown? Yeah, he's got it. Yeah, yeah he's got it. <laughs> Bummer. I'm hoping he seems, I mean, he was complimenting my background, so he must be feeling um, okay. But I do hope you feel better, PD. A lot of um, vitamin D. Get out in the sun. That's the biggest thing people don't know about this whole thing is vitamin D. Everybody's levels that of everybody that's had it has been low. They should be screaming that from the the freaking rooftops, but they don't. Crazy. Yeah, I, I watched uh, actually watched a video on that last week. Um, if you have uh, you know average to uh, above average vitamin D levels, you the way you deal with this illness is. Uh, much improved versus someone who doesn't. Um, That's why you take a vitamin D uh, liquid supp supplement designed to be absorbed under my tongue. And I feel amazing. Yeah. Sublingual vitamin D. I didn't know they made that. I know they do it for like uh, B vitamins because of, for energy. But uh, I didn't know they did sublingual. Vitamin B12. B12? I got that right here. <laughs> Believe it or not, people don't know that about me. I I may not eat the healthiest, but I mean, even I, I take a... a um a powder vitamin and minerals that uh, absorbs really well into the, the stomach and um so i get everything i need and then i eat um i don't even i don't eat much wes i need to eat better i eat the healthiest i you, eat the healthiest animals on earth you have a you have a wife bro like that's what wives that, are for they're, they're the blessings that god gave us Sure. Uh, honestly ha half of my diet is pizza and that's no <laughs> joke like i just i pizza all the time sure. and uh I, I, I love it so that's okay new york style um, 
kind of, kind of. I prefer that. You can't really get a good New York style pizza here, but I do prefer the uh, thin yet soft crust. So that, that's kind of my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, let's see here. Ray Delator is with us. What's up, brother? He said, uh, I just ordered the uh, club attachment. Uh, awesome. He we ordered the, uh, the, the Mr. Taz golf club. Oh, that's amazing. The, you want to hear something creepy? What I just read simplex says, this is scary. The moment I, that I mentioned vitamin D his Google reminded him to take vitamin D on his phone. It popped up. They're listening. They're listening. Always. They're listening. What? Hey, that's a really weird one. Wow. What happened to my voice? That's not high pitched. Very it sounded uh, oddly calming. <laughs> Very calming. Uh, Diz the Game Cat is with us. Uh, he says, I've been playing some Golf Plus with my golf handle attachment, digging the full course update. I was thinking about buying it because it is uh, on sale. Today, the last day, by the way, of the Oculus Quest uh, Black Friday sale. So, uh, I mean, there's, there's probably 30 or 40 games on sale on there. Uh, so, uh, if there's something you've been waiting on, you might want to get on a check and see if it's mm. on the list. Uh, golf plus being one of them oh, uh, wow. i thought about picking it up because uh i mean i don't have it and uh they did just add that full course uh add-on with the pga branding and everything so it might actually be worth checking out well radio runt said in when uh, he raves about it but his disclaimer is to play it on professional since they hold your hand too much on the regular and boy brown says he hopes you don't like pineapple on your pizza, Wes. If he does, he questions your soul, or I do. No, actually, no. I don't mind pineapple on my pizza um, with Canadian bacon. With Scion bacon, it's good. Yeah, yeah, not me, bro. Pepperoni is pretty much it. I do like some uh, mushrooms and banana peppers from mm. time to time, but that is it. And we had a long conversation on the Discord about this past this past week. No pineapple. Pineapple, no bueno <laughs> on pizza for me. I did not see that comment or that conversation. I like uh, jalapenos. Anything spicy, Wes? So. Uh, I could probably deal with like some fresh jalapenos. I don't. I don't like like the pickled ones on there, uh, but like some like fresh sliced jalapenos. Mm, yeah, and, uh, that would probably not be so bad. Oh, um, don't buy it. Mash says we have it, Wes. We have copies coming. Oh, awesome! Thank you, Mash Daddy. Thank you. Uh, as always, Masher's on the on the ball with these quest titles, bro uh you know i one of the titles today as i was doing the notes i remembered oh yeah this is in our library we can play this anytime we want uh so uh yeah th thanks eric for uh your help and support it is invaluable yeah absolutely the best addition to uh virtual strangers in 2021 in my opinion <laughs> yeah yeah best addition of all time roots yes absolutely he completed us. He made us the three musketeers. It was like I was missing an arm and I didn't even know it. I looked down and Eric was there. I was like, oh shit. Hey, what's up, bro? Uh, Sergeant Frosty's in the house. What's up, bro? As is the VR demon. How's it going, man? Uh, let's see here. Da -da 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 -da. Let's see. Um, and I see Spry Guy and Dark Angel, Eevee Man versus Gas, which is probably. He's probably scorned after Eric accidentally deleted his comment. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, bro. Um, and I think that is going to round out our attendance this week. Roll call is over. Thanks for hanging out, guys. We really appreciate it. Roots, what say we get into some headlines? Oh, yeah. 
And uh, this first headline is one that people have been waiting on for a year to hear these words finally come out of someone's mouth. Hitman 3 is finally getting PCVR support routes arriving in January 2022. And uh, significantly, it's getting motion controller support. This is going to be a full VR title in about six weeks time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, well, it was yeah. already a full VR title, just not a different platform, though. But we've dreamed about this. You know what I mean? And I, 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 I'm, I have to think that it's going going to be better than the P PlayStation VR uh, version. I haven't been in a long time. I need to go back into it. But for me, that the control is it's a little weird the way with the controller and and ever having the hands together. I'm hoping it's full motion controller i'm thinking or controls i think it might but it could also be kind of like um what was that uh i can't think of the damn game now what was that game with uh where you're in the video game or the the, the pixel rip yeah pixel rip you could you could use your separate controllers but it still had your hands together they could easily have ported it over that way um, and it, everything would be exactly the same and they wouldn't have had to change anything. They just would have had to change, you know what I mean? The control scheme. Um, but either way, I'm looking forward to seeing those environments in that PC VR because they already looked amazing in the PlayStation. I can only imagine what they're going to look like, uh, being able to super sample, right? Right, right. And you know, um, that, that is a distinct possibility that they, they did uh, keep the game the same and just adapt it for motion controllers. Uh, but I, I doubt it. I doubt it because the, the hit the, uh, the Hitman article on Upload VR uh, stressed that this was getting full motion controller mm. support. Now, maybe, maybe they're wrong. They have been known to make a mistake from time to time. Um, but I, th I think this is going to be a full VR adaptation. Now, as far as the... Um, playstation version goes you you get used to it after you play it for an hour or two uh but this is going to make a world of difference with it being able to have your hands this this game is the ultimate sandbox campaign it's a story campaign that takes place in the sandbox you have an objective to take place there are infinite numbers of ways that uh, you can achieve your objective and having full freedom with your hands is only going to make it that much more immersive um I'm a bit upset, Roots, because I was about to get back into this on PlayStation mm. VR. This was the last thing I was streaming before uh, October came along and brought the uh, horror games with it. And I needed to get back into it to kind of reevaluate it for the Game of the Year discussion, which it will be uh, one of the nominees, I'm quite certain. Uh, but now I don't even want to pick it back up. Mm -hmm. I don't want to play it on PlayStation anymore because I know that this uh, better version is coming uh in in a not very uh much time from now so uh, i don't know what to do i'm gonna have to get back in there and give it some more time but uh i probably won't be progressing uh like i would have had this news not come out yeah absolutely well and i'm kind of feeling the same thing although um i guess there's a case to be made that you know i don't know how far will you'd get anyway i mean it's gonna you're gonna be able to really relive it going back through if you play through some of it um see how far you can get and with everything else you're playing but uh i don't know i'm excited either way now let me ask you this dlg uh 27 says they just picked up hitman 3 on epic um on sale getting ready for pc vr support is there any possibility that they release this separate or have they already announced it that it's going to be like if you already own it you're just going to get the uh, mod for it 
Well, the, the reason why we know it's getting uh, VR support on PC is because it was part of their roadmap for future updates to the game. So I got to imagine that that means that it's not going to be a standalone version, that mm-hmm. it's going to be a VR update to the existing game. And uh, what DLG is saying is true. It was uh, on a pretty hefty discount right now on Epic, or at least it was a few days ago. So uh, if you don't own it, uh, you might want to go ahead and pick it up while you can get it on the cheap. Yeah, and one and two, because you're going to be able to play all three of them in the in VR, right? So that's the, the yeah, beauty it, of it. And uh, yeah, I looked into this uh, uh, last week, and uh, notably epic doesn't sell hitman 2 but what they do sell is they sell a um a hitman 2 add-on for hitman 3 so that you can uh add those levels in to your hitman 3 is it the same price as the game it is (laughs) oh wow that's got to be amazing for epic um you know that's kind of weird but i guess either way you just want to play it uh in the new engine and in vr without the jank and this is just one more triple a series that's now being brought into vr full vr um and it's amazing i mean the aside from the weirdness of the controls like you said you get used to uh, i have no um complaints about the playstation vr copy Uh, it's really really crazy and you know and this is something that people don't talk about when it comes to hitman it's a puzzle game some somewhat, right? Because a lot of times I like when I'm walking around this party and I'm like, okay, this is what I need to do. I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to solve this? Oh, well, I could do this, but I don't have a tool for that. So there's just so many, like you said, so many possibilities. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, you have to decide how you're going to go about it, whether or not you're going to stealth it or you're going to just brute force it and uh, screw it you know, and just deal with the consequences of all the heat that's going to come down on you, uh, which is easier said than done. Um, speaking of which, Dark Angel uh, said in the chat that she's been watching this guy on YouTube who's been uh, playing the Hitman levels and killing everyone in the level. That's his objective, is to kill everyone, which is crazy because most of the levels that I've played, and I haven't played many admittedly, but most of them have hundreds of people in them. The beginning and, uh, ones guards, especially. Yeah, yeah, guards and policemen everywhere. Uh, that I mean, I, I got to imagine you'd be playing for hours on any one level trying to clear it like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Simplex says all three Hitmans will be playable in VR on PC? Question mark. Didn't we? That's what I thought. That's what I read. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works, man. Uh, anything that uh, you know, when Hitman Two came out, Hitman One was fully playable in it. When Hitman 3 came out, 1 and 2 were fully playable. And, and each time, the games get updated to the latest engine, which means that Hitman 1 and 2 will be updated to the Hitman 3 engine, and that means that they will be fully playable in VR, just like they are on PlayStation. That's crazy. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, you, you do have to buy that uh, Hitman 2 add-on for Hitman 3 in uh, on the Epic Store, but... Uh, if it's any consolation, those of you who have been uh, following the channel probably already have it in your, have Hitman One in your library because they uh, they gave that one away a year or two ago. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Simplex says that's so cool. Wouldn't you? Don't you wish every um, developer did this with their games to where 
it comes out with a sequel and you're able to upgrade it in the new engine and make it just a better version um like it's a no-brainer it's like you i don't know that's just cool can you imagine if sony starts to do this for uh playstation 5 vr with some of their uh big ips like just totally bringing back the you know give, giving you the new version uh you know a new game that's uh fully uh built for vr and, but also allowing you to import your uh, your older titles into it with updated graphics and uh like uh resident evil for for example imagine if you could bring resident evil 7 into resident evil 8 and uh, which and by the way i know that's not a sony ip that's a capcom ip but imagine uh if you could bring seven into eight and make it look like eight yeah that'd be amazing yeah uh Wolverine says playstation vr2 should get the update well day one problem with that is all i mean that none of these games are going to be playable i mean i would imagine it they might re-release it on playstation 5 vr right and then i'm going to call it what it's called vr 5 vr uh the the, the thing that you well I, I guess you coined the phrase as far as i know i'm sure other people said it but um i don't know it's crazy yeah i um i'm almost certain that that they'll do that that uh the hitman 3 will get an update on playstation 5 vr um because the game is supported natively on playstation 5 so like uh if the pc version is going to get vr support i got to imagine that the playstation 5 hmm. would uh, do the same when the uh, vr uh, finally launches it's very possible that it could be considered a deluxe edition and uh because i i use this as a the, the example of the playstation 5 all these old games or old maybe newer games that weren't released for five but they've got a four version and they sell you the even the, maybe not the deluxe edition but the playstation 5 edition and you can rebuy it for that I, I don't know that they'll be giving it for free but hopefully they will uh you know what i mean yeah, you, I you, you're saying know what i'm saying like with the playstation 4 like when i wanted to buy um a certain game well, i guess some of them they give you the free upgrade i don't know yeah so. this is one of those this is one of those that gets uh the ps5 upgrade we, we you can download the the flat ps5 version on your your playstation right oh now god for, well uh, if it's already upgrade. on the playstation 5 version then it should work with the 5 vr right so yeah uh tam2 joining us in chat says free upgrades are nice especially when you own the previous gen version but upgrades do take time and resources devs need to get paid too ultimately hello tam2 thank you for joining us tam2 is the uh the uh, community manager at vertigo games so oh. uh, congratulations tam2 on what seems to be a very successful uh play test this past weekend we're going to uh we're going to talk a little bit about that after we get through this week's headlines yeah oh yeah and i agree 100 percent um it, the time is money and so there's like that balance right you can't just give everything away for free everybody loves upgrades um so yeah yeah of course of course uh anyway um exciting times for those of you who love hitman uh, again pick it up while it's on sale on the epic game store be sure that you get your hitman 2 um add-on so that you can uh, play that and check your library because epic did give hitman one uh, away with uh i don't know it was about a year year and a half ago so uh we're all going to be able to play all of those games in vr in a very short period of time yeah absolutely i think i might even own number three as well so i just gotta pick up that number two 
Uh, I thought so too, but I I I, uh, I installed it to check it this past week. It's just a kind of a shell version that lets you play the uh, the older mm. levels, and it lets you play the um like the uh, the the first mission, I think. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of Epic Games, headline: Epic Games acquires Dance Central Rock Band Studio Harmonics Roots. I found it interesting that this was the headline on uh on the uh all the the vr news sites but as far as vr goes what harmonics is most known for is autica so that's the headline to me mm. is now epic games owns the studio behind autica what did you think about this that's weird it is weird because um i own dance central and i've never played it as a matter of fact i think alex <laughs> might have played it and the only person that's ever played it on my my thing um, and I played the hell out of Autica. Autica is one of the best uh, rhythm games out there. It's the most unique one of that kind, right? I don't know any other one where you're shooting stuff. Um, and it uh, and it's the one that makes me feel like I'm conducting music the most. Yeah, we have we have other um, rhythm games where, where you have a gun, but they're, they're not pure rhythm games, right? Those are kind of rhythm action titles like Pistol Whip or Against or Beat Blaster. But Autica is a bit different because it is a, you know, a pure rhythm game like a Beat Saber or a, a, a audio beats or a synth riders. It's a it's a it's a game where you're standing in one spot, things are flying at you, and you have to shoot them. Um, you know, it, it's interesting, Roots, that Epic picks up uh, harmonics at this time. And typically, we would be sitting here speculating about what this means for VR, probably giving. Uh, VR a little bit more weight where this is concerned than it even deserves. But if you read the article, one of the things that they specifically mention is that they're picking harmonics up as uh, they're considering ways to um, to, to implement and uh, reinvent how music is distributed in the metaverse. So they use that word, that buzzword that everyone's been using since uh, Connect, uh, the metaverse. So this is specifically uh, a move that they have made with VR in mind. And to, that to me is exciting, especially when you consider the uh, blossoming relationship between Epic Games and Sony. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think this is going to be big for VR, which we've already said that, you know, the whole thing about the fact that Epic is, is picking up um, companies like this uh, shows where things are headed, right? So. yeah yeah absolutely and um wouldn't it be cool you know a lot of people speculate uh you know sony's been flirting with the idea of uh becoming more involved in pc gaming right and we see this uh this uh agreement if you will or uh, uh for some reason i'm having a brain fart i can't think of the word i'm trying to think of the collaboration between epic in Sony uh, becoming bigger and more significant over time. And uh, wouldn't it be cool if uh, like Audica became Sony's like Beat Saber? You know what I mean? Uh, Oculus slash Meta slash Facebook, they have Beat Saber and that's their Beat Saber. It would be cool if like an Audica sequel became like kind of Sony's version of that and got the same kind of attention and support that Beat Saber has gotten. Absolutely. I could actually feel proud about saying that well you know what i mean people say beat saber and 
I'm kind of like, I mean, not that I don't like Beat Saber. I'm kind of, um, I'm a, I'm agnostic. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's okay. Um, I'm kind of like Gary. I just, I don't, it's not, doesn't blow me away when it comes to all these other games. But I think Autica, if it was pushed the way Beat Saber was, I think it could be, uh, phenomenal. I mean, the reason why it's so good, it was, I mean, that company like, uh, Simplex, um, says, uh, Harmonix isn't known primarily for VR games, right? Well, we know the most for Guitar Hero, right? So that's, I mean, it's, it, it's, they know what they're doing when it comes to rhythm games and it shows. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in my opinion, the only thing Autica really lacks, uh, is the soundtrack. And if they could get some big, uh, big name licensed artist to, uh, to put some, uh, new DLC on there or, or even in a sequel, uh, I think that we could see kind of a revival of that title, uh, going forward. Absolutely. Sounds amazing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, headline Resident Evil 4 is the fastest selling quest game today. Roots, these are big words as we've had some very popular and successful titles come out over the last year during the lifespan of the Oculus Quest 2. Um, it just goes to show, man, this is a headset seller, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, you could argue that any AAA game is a headset seller, but this one is. Like certain ones are, I mean, there's a reason why this one came out one of the first. There's a reason why San Andreas is going to be one of the first. They're picking the, you can, Drillo can say what he wants. Drillo. Um, but RE4 is the most, it's gone on every platform. It's the most well-known. It's, it's universally loved, right? People loved this game, this version of Resident Evil 4. It's different than most of the rest of Resident Evils. And so... It was picked for that reason. Same thing with San Andreas. They're hitting us with all the nostalgia, right? And I, I really think they're going to start. They're going to hit each each one, each genre, and they're going to get everybody in. You know, wait until they get the Madden people. Wait until they, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to hit it all. They're going to get everybody in these headsets. I guarantee you, if you're a gamer, um, or maybe if you're not, and you, you love hiking or I don't know, whatever it is, they're going to hit everything hard AAA-wise, and they're going to pull people in, and this is a perfect example. I mean, it's only been out a couple of months, and it's already the fastest selling. Um, I, let's wait after a year when it makes the most amount of money, probably the, fast, the most amount of money sold. Who knows? So. Yeah, and, you know, um, people always say, you know, whenever, whenever there's some new hardware news that comes out, people always like to say this thing that, VR doesn't need new hardware. It needs new software. And I disagree with that to an extent uh, because the, if you're, uh, if you look at the, the now, you know, mature library of VR, uh, there's something in there for everybody, M multiple titles for anyone. I think what people really mean when they say that is that what VR really needs is known IPs, things that people are already interested in to bring, bring new people into vr and this is just an, an example of that uh, i really think roots that the next one to two years is going to kind of be the golden age for vr gaming uh as we have meta forging all of these new relationships with studios bringing these known ips in to the quest library and then at the same time we're going to have the uh, playstation 5 vr and sony bringing all of those uh more well-known ips in as well and uh, it, we're, what we're going to see, and 
and you can see it in all the headlines and all the money that's being invested in the technology right now. Uh, people expect uh, for there to be a, a surge in the VR user base over the next couple of years. And uh, the more people that uh, come into our, our ecosystem, that means the more money that comes into our ecosystem. And that in turn is going to bring the games. And really that's what we've been waiting for since day one, right? Our, is the uh, all of our favorite franchises to finally make their way over. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's a tipping point coming, Wes. Uh, where some, we may even been be be there already, where the same people that were skeptical about getting into VR, the developers, the big companies, corporations, whatever, they're now, it's now dawning. They're they're seeing the ship. It's starting to pull away from the dock, and they're saying, "Oh shit!" You know, they're sprinting towards the dock, and they're they're gonna start scrambling to. You know what I mean? They're there's that point where everybody's like, oh, we have to be involved. And not only do that, we want our, we have to get this out quick. And I think it's, I, I think we're going to start seeing things pick up pace um, over the next, like you said, a couple of years, maybe even sooner. And um, yeah. it's, it's going to be, like you said, the golden age of, of VR, just getting in there. And, and we're going to see, I mean, I'll, I'll even take the, uh, the old Madden footballs, like EV man says, uh, you know, bring them to the quest too. There's, so many games that can be brought back around um and there's going to be different stages right so yeah yeah it, it's going to be a great time and uh for, for what it's worth i mean we've already spoken on it but resident evil 4 just an amazing title um that uh we've had a blast with and this is one that uh i'm actually looking forward to getting back into over the next few weeks and finishing off because i've already got significant time in it yeah absolutely uh, anyways, uh, headline, Resolution Games acquires Zero Tech, the team behind Carly and the Reaper, Reaper Man Quest port. Uh, so, you know, Resolution Games keep making headlines, man. They keep expanding. You know, they open up an AR division. They, uh, they start publishing uh, games for uh, other studios. And now here we have them uh, swallowing up smaller studios. Uh, Resolution Games, if I'm not mistaken, um, our friends over there uh, published this uh, Carly and the Reaper Man quest port, which, for what it's worth, is the best version of the game, uh, as both players are able to play inside VR, which is uh, a big addition to that game, in my opinion. Uh, but I, I like what I'm seeing here from Resolution Games. They, they've had some uh, big success in gen one uh vr and we're seeing them reinvest that back into vr uh and growing their company uh, it's an exciting time and again i'm happy for uh, our friends over there they they uh they keep making the right decisions yeah you know it's good for all of us right i'm happy for us we get to reap the benefits of uh these amazing games they bring out and you said it with this carly and the reaper man and it was one of our biggest gripes about the game was uh, one, you had to play with somebody else that was outside of VR, which isn't always possible. And two, the, the opportunity missed for that sense of scale, right? That's one of the best things about being in VR is being that little tiny person and looking up and seeing the big person or vice versa. Um, it's just cool. I really enjoyed this game. And um, I the, I enjoyed watching my kids play this game. Uh, you know what I mean? They're just watching them work together. And uh, it was so cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is one of, uh, there for a while, this was the go-to for me and my daughter. 
um every time we got in vr this is what we were playing and we didn't finish it there's like there's a bunch of levels like i think there's uh, i don't want to throw a number out there without knowing but there, there are dozens of levels to this game and uh it doesn't take long for the difficulty to ramp up uh so it's an amazing uh time for you and a friend uh, they did do a, a single player mode but i don't see what the point in it is that really this is a game that's meant to be enjoyed with someone they did a great job on this port and really that's all i know about this studio this zero tech uh is all i all i know about them is, is that they did this port and having uh, experienced it firsthand uh i gotta say uh they did a great job and i it's easy to see why resolution games uh decided to pick them up yeah absolutely uh headline for for the record guys uh no the gta remasters do not have an unfinished vr mode so last week um you know the the internet was a buzz because as is the case as has been the case with so many other traditional games uh there have been files found in the code that uh that contain references to vr but uh this uh, idea that maybe there is a, a hidden vr mode in the the brand new gta remasters uh has been at this point thoroughly debunked by upload vr uh they vetted this one out roots and apparently uh all this uh this file does is put the game in first person perspective when you're not driving uh so there, there's no like uh oculus sdk there's no open xr there's nothing like that in any of the code that uh would suggest that they were working on uh, a vr mode for this game which is kind of a relief right when you see how this thing was received at launch um we've got gta vr on the way we don't need uh this type of uh half-assed effort uh to come into our library do we no no if it's got Grove Street games attached to it, you don't want to touch this with a 10-foot pole. Not in VR. I'm enjoying the flat version now that I've modded it, and they're, and Rockstar has actually stepped in, and they're fixing things. They, like, literally... It's like they took Gro they took the ball from Grove Street games and said, nah, we're, we're doing this, um, which was good. It made me feel good. Uh, but that was one of the things I was worried about, and that was one of the reasons why people thought... It, the, I can see why the, the, the thought was there. With San Andreas being right around the corner, the fact that they just remastered it, everybody, I mean, I even said, I can see maybe one created the other, vice versa. They were working on one and they decided let's do this at the same time. But that's clearly not the case because uh, Grove Street Games has nothing to do with the port, thank God. And we know who does. We've played, I've played LA Noir, the case files. And I've said before, my only gripes with it were early VR gripes. They didn't, they didn't know what the developers of after the fall know now that people can handle it with their vr legs right they don't we don't need to hold our hands held like they did back then it was all about the movement in la noir that was bizarre and the fact that they didn't bring the full game those were my two gripes and so i guarantee the san andreas is going to be night and day difference i'm excited i get excited more and more because i've been playing the hell out of gta all sorts that are flat and now i'm going to get to be in vr and i'm going to get to have both of my hands and point my gun at somebody and um not shoot them because uh i want to be nice wes 
the singularity (laughs) that's what i call it uh if they ever were to come out with a a modern grand theft auto game uh with an online mode that everyone like gta 5 online but in vr that's the singularity that's going to get everyone to buy a headset and it'll be the last game that anyone ever buys because people are just going to get completely immersed in this world it'll be like westworld roots mm. uh where, where people can just go around and do whatever they want you know that's why people love gta and that's why gta vr is going to be such a powerful thing now with regards to this specific um gta remasters uh, what you said is true they are improving it and the kind of the cool thing about this is is uh even though there isn't a hidden vr mode in there uh, if this game actually does get improved to the point where somebody would actually want to play it in VR, uh, having this first-person mode is actually going to be a big plus for modders like Luke Ross. Uh, it'll be that much easier for them to uh, to implement VR support in it, force it in there. And uh, as we've seen over the last six months to a year, these modders can do some amazing things uh, with with some relatively small teams. So uh, if this is something that you actually want, which I can't imagine there are many people out there right now that, that want to play this in VR uh, because of the state of the, the launch. But uh, when it does get improved, if this is something that you want to experience, uh, I'm sure that we will have it at some point. Yeah, I guarantee Luke Ross is probably working on it already. You know what I mean? Like it, just the way he works on it, those three games are amazing. And he's got the, everything laid out in front of him. Like you said, one thing that I was thinking about last night when we were playing GTA 5 online and I was kind of mentioning it in my stream is um, it's kind of, if you think about it, it's a metaverse, you know? And, and that's why it would be such a crazy thing to get sucked into in VR because in that world, I go in there and I've got, I've got a, you know, my own office building. I've got my cocaine lab. I've got a, a marijuana grow. I've, I've got all these different, I've got tons of vehicles. I can order in helicopters, you know, uh, tanks. We were running around killing people, griefing them with, uh, dude, we pissed off so many people. I, I, no matter which server I went, I kept getting people putting bounties on me. And then um, uh, we had one guy that started hacking. He got pissed. He got so pissed because we killed him like five times in a row that he must have ran a hack. And then all of a sudden he like spawned in front of me upside down and then in his car and then he got out and blew me away and then we just the whole server started blowing up every time you spawned you would i he was real pissed but um that's the beauty of gta 5 online is it's so cool man and and like i said it's a metaverse where you buy all this stuff and so it's not a stretch that to think that something like that is going to um just be amazing in vr well imagine how much more realistic uh sequels are going to be maybe not gta 6 but imagine like a gta 7 mm. by that point uh the um establishment uh, of the actual metaverse will have been uh many years uh underway at that point and um you know much more of the internet is going to be occupiable by our consciousness through this technology uh but imagine uh after we get to that point where where you know a, a metaverse uh this kind of digital space is more of a tangible thing that people have experience with imagine what type of gta game they're going to be able to make at that point where they they could probably put some actual storefronts in the game right so some of these digital storefronts from the metaverse proper 
paying probably would probably pay rockstar to have a storefront in that game that you know maybe you can rob it or or whatever but not really rob it you know uh but but bring people into their uh into their kind of um place where where there are different types of microtransactions and you can buy different types of digital products i mean the 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 possibilities are kind of infinite when it comes to this idea of the metaverse and i think that's why so many people are excited about it and you know as that becomes more and more uh, a real thing um games like grand theft auto are going to seem more and more realistic absolutely and i was i posted a video in the general um section of the discord recently i think it was in the general um but it was it was about the the photorealism and video games and stuff and they were showing some of the what they've done to mit for like grand theft auto to make it look more realistic and it looked i mean you're watching the cars drive around the street and it looks like real streets so they're not that far off like i would yeah, I've seen this video. yeah i'm predicting that google earth is going to be next level within the next couple of years you may even be able to see things moving around and like uh i, I it's just crazy yeah yeah technology uh you know we've said it many times that the the uh more it progresses the faster it progresses and it's it's really getting to be breakneck speed at this point and yeah. someone said in the chat a minute ago by the way that uh, gta 6 is going to be too demanding to run in vr and uh i think by today's standards that's true but we can't really project today's technology on tomorrow's game mm. right by the time we actually get a gta 6 w w there's no telling how powerful the consoles and computers of that day and age is going to be. Uh, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily rule it out. GTA six being uh, fully playable in VR. Well, plus they're also, like you said, the technologies, um, eye tracking and a couple of other things along with DLSS and other things that they're developing or that are already out there, uh, would make it a, a significantly different game as well. Well, we've seen what kind of gains that, uh, unreal engine, five is going oh, yeah. to make over unreal engine four i got to imagine that uh rockstar's engine or, or re-engine or any of these custom engines that these studios have uh, are going to see similar types of technological advancement yeah crazy uh anyway um gta gta online is, is kind of the dream it makes me want to actually go play that uh, that gang five game that's in early access just because it, that's kind of what it's meant to be but uh, we will be watching, uh, as always, and let you know as uh, more advancement and more news comes out uh, on this particular topic. Absolutely. Welcome to Jetpack Stadium.
Jetpack Stadium, and more when Jetpack Vacation hits your virtual reality headset November 18th. So Mini Motor Racing X comes along. People describe that one mode in it as basically Rocket League in VR. And then there was Half and Half, who had their their kind of soccer-type game. And people kind of, you know, describe that as Rocket League in VR. Our friends at Resolution Games reveal Ultimax last week. And a lot of people describing that as Rocket League in VR. Here we have a headline, Roots. Jetpack Vacation is basically... Rocket League and VR. What do you think? <laughs> ah, well, the video looked like Rocket League to me in VR. And uh, I don't know, man. Rocket League is is really popular. It's still popular. It's one of the coolest games I've ever played. Um, so if they can bring a, a very good version of it into VR and make it competitive, maybe make it cross-play, I think it could do very well. It looks cool. See, I've never played, I've never played Rocket League. I know it is popular. I've heard a lot of people talking about it. How accurate does the gameplay loop in that uh, trailer we just watched, uh, how accurately does it line up with the gameplay loop in Rocket League? Well, I mean, obviously you're going to be flying around, so it's going to be a little bit different. Um, obviously you're in a car, whereas in Rocket League, you're, you're zipping around. One of the cool things you can do is you can actually jump and flip and hit the, hit the ball and direct it. So people that get really good at it, there's phenomenal tricks and stuff. You can actually go up and fly off the ceiling. I mean, you're constantly jumping, flipping. I mean, that would be an amazing game to have in VR. Uh, this is, like I said, Jetpack. I think it's very similar, but maybe different in a better way. So so we need to have, basically we need to have the Sirento developers uh, make <laughs> Rocket League in VR for us. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, there's a reason why and I, and I say this about um, all the time about Firewall Zero Hour, Population One. You know, these are these are games based. They're on a very, very popular IP that's flat with a twist, right? So if you can bring a, a loved IP into a, a into a platform like VR that doesn't exist, but everybody is craving for it until the real Rocket League comes out, this could be very amazing. It has a potential to where you get in and you play it and you're like, fuck Rocket League. I, I can't stand the way you're stuck on the ground. I want to zip around with this jetpack. I think it's exciting. I love Rocket League and um, I think you should try it sometime. It's definitely a cool game for a flat game. Well, in, does Rocket League allow you to be a watermelon guy taking on Pineapple Man? No, but I couldn't. Well, see, I know being uh, brothers like we are, Wes, I know you can appreciate this. You can be the Back to the Future, and you can have a flux capacitor in Rocket League. But what you just said sounds very amazing as well, because that's what I use when I play Rocket League is the Back to the Future car. Oh, that, that is cool. I didn't know you could use a DeLorean. That's awesome. Yeah, there's all sorts of different things, skins and um, cool cars, and it makes the noises. And when you're speed, you have, the, you know, that looks like the trail. I mean, it's just really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um... It's interesting, Roots, because we talked about it a moment ago. We're expecting over the next couple of years uh, many known IPs to be making their way into VR, uh, which would suggest that the time is limited, right? You know, Population One came out and gave us our Fortnite, and then Larsenauts came and, and gave us our uh, Overwatch game, right? So uh, 
there's only a limited amount of time left now i feel like for these uh these vr developers to kind of bring us our vr knockoff of all of our favorites so people need to go ahead and get their uh rocket leagues in there what about like league of legends i know that's another popular one uh when are we going to get our vr league of legends we've got um what was the name of that game the kind of the we have our version of uh quantar the uh the uh, vr smash bros right uh i kind of feel like we're in the latter days of this um of this movement the kind of the vr version uh movement because soon enough we're going to be getting these these actual uh ips coming from the uh the studios behind them um so if this doesn't turn out to be uh our rocket league someone better get on that ball so yeah to speak. absolutely well i'll tell you what man league of legends in vr oh my god i would lie uh, my favorite is nami uh she's a support and she's a healer now i use her as a healer um you know but it's there's so much strategy to it and you know i hear people all the time there's been knockoffs even flat for league of legends and and they try to do it first person don't reinvent the wheel put me in vr put me behind the character so i can see it and keep everything the same dude you know what i mean i just it's it's so good as it is i just want to be in the game and see it be in that world i don't need to use my hands and use spells and and do everything completely different make another game for that you know that's the biggest thing is that they some of these games they need to come in as they are um in my opinion and people can disagree because everything's got to have hand presence so but uh i love me some league of legends uh tantu says i'd rather riot uh make a dedicated vr spinoff title like they're doing right now expanding the runeterra world uh yeah th th that's kind of the thing right when, when you're bringing these uh sort of vr knockoffs if you will uh about less is more and i think that's why a lot of these games fail is that they try to uh they try too hard to incorporate um you know vr features into games that are perfect to begin with right and uh, i think that what you're saying here has a lot of validity and sometimes less is more and i think that in this specific uh category of game uh that is certainly the case yeah yeah it's uh i just i love it so i'm excited there's so many different games like you said there's a small amount of time for them to get this rocket league into vr what I hear is there's a small amount of time for them to get this kind of Rocket League in VR. Uh, we're running out of time, man. We're going to be getting all these big titles soon, and that's exciting. So It is exciting. You know, uh, it really uh, it makes you wonder about these. Uh, we still haven't had that one big MMO uh, RPG, right? That, that Zenith, the Elysia. We're about to have another wave of these games that make an attempt at it. Um, It'll be interesting to see if any of them actually get to catch on before we get uh, one of the big franchises over in uh, on the VR side of things. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the thing we have to remember is all the big franchises like World of Warcraft was uh, were nothing before they came out, right? So, like, anything can be a big franchise, even a new IP, like After the Fall or any of the other games out there. Um, but uh, I don't know. 
Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, Jetpack Vacation turns out to be that Rocket League. I'm not so sure, uh, but time will tell. It, it's live now and available to play. Oh, wow. I guess we'll find out soon, right? Yep. Uh, headline, Microsoft Flight Simulator finally has VR controller support. Uh, Roots, the, the VR support uh, for this game when it launched, game, I call it a game, it's not a game, uh, for this title when it launched was spotty at best, but um, they haven't let the VR support lie. As they've updated this game, this title, excuse me, for uh, for the traditional platforms, uh, they always seem to improve the VR version of it as well, maybe even more so than the traditional version. And this just the latest example mm. of that. Uh, by all accounts, um, this this thing's becoming pretty amazing to experience in VR. Yeah. Uh, so have they fixed it to where it's not as CPU intensive? That's the biggest thing that for me that I'm waiting for. I guess I I know they were working on DLSS. So. Yeah, I, I heard that there have been some uh, some uh, progression made with regards to performance and optimization, uh, but. Again, I've never jumped in here. I've kind of been waiting on the right time. I don't want to have a bad experience in mm. this thing. So we've just been kind of letting it mature, letting it mature. But it's been out for a while now, right? It's been out for about a year. Am I, am I right? I think it might have even been longer. I've played it flat mostly, but it definitely, I guess that's all I've played it. But um, it's amazing. It's an amazing title. Definitely amazing that, uh, you know, especially with that Mr. There's some kind of controller that uh, I was going to say Mr. Tass. It's not his. Um, something that I talked about last time that Mash talked about on his show where it's a peripheral you attach to your desk and gives you like a flight stick that you can put your controller in and just move it around. Yeah. And that would Pro be tap. perfect. Yeah, yeah, it'd be perfect for this. Yeah, that, that comes from the um, the makers of the ProTube and MagTube and mm. ForceTube. They have a HOTUS called the ProTUS. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I got to imagine that... Um, you know, support would have to be specifically implemented for something like that. I don't think it could just be kind of a a, a catch-all uh, peripheral that, that just works out of the box. Uh, but it's a great idea, especially when you consider how expensive these uh, these um, HOTUS uh, are. I mean, I mean, some of these go up into the hundreds of dollars. But to, to be honest, um, HOTUS uh, interests interests me and in, if you're talking about a game like warplanes or or uh, even like ultra wings or any of the other vr flying games this one i really could care less about the actual piloting mm, in true. microsoft Flight simulator it's all about the ride for me I, whenever i do finally jump into this i'm going to put it in autopilot i'm going to give it some destinations and uh i'm just going to sit back and enjoy the ride and, and the scenery and really that's what this experience uh the value of it to me uh is uh, yeah absolutely i agree uh tech has a good point he says mike microsoft flight simulator 2020 that's true that's so true. but we're at the end of 2021 so i mean by that it could be two years old it could have came out the end of 2020 to 2021 that'd be it. one year one one year roots exactly <laughs> to the day to the day today that's it came out last year uh, no, but I, I'm I'm close on this one, dude. It, like it, it's by 
again, by all accounts, it's a pretty amazing experience in VR, uh, by, by today's standards. And, um, you know, I, I imagine, you know, I don't have the, the beefiest computer in the world, but it, it's, it's no slouch. Uh, it should be able to run this to a, a fairly satisfactory degree. Well, I think you're good to go in there now. Probably. I would imagine. Well, we're going to have some time off. Maybe that'll be one of the things I do. Yeah. You know, what would be cool with this game co-op or i guess experience like yeah, you know what man. i mean nobody you, wants to go flying that, right? somewhere by yourself i want to go you know what if i'm an exper experienced pilot and i'm like hey wes you want to jump in the plane with me i'm going to fly it and show you how good i am i'm not an experienced pilot but um i'm kind of like you autopilot only but it would be cool i think this would be a good i mean this is a good tool to learn on as well i've heard of people actually learning to fly with this software so that's crazy right yeah, yeah, and it would only make sense to be able to have some, you know, a co-pilot, if you will, in there with you, and um, yeah, I, I'm sure that it would be much, uh, or at least uh, notably more uh, hardware intensive if you if you're bringing someone else in mm. there with you. But as they continue to optimize it, I mean, it, it certainly seems that it would be a possibility, right? Yeah, I think it'd be cool, man. Because like, what if I decided to take a flight to Tokyo? Like, that's a long flight. I need somebody with me to, and I don't expect Wes to sit there with me the whole time. He might go back to dinner, come back. That'd be crazy, though. I don't know. For me, I, I would love to just take a long flight to nowhere, and uh, and then you just put something on YouTube and just chill, right? Sounds like a plan, bro. <laughs> I'm down. Let's go. Let's do it. We, we could just split stream it. How about that? <laughs> yeah, for real, right? Actually, that would be a good split stream, right? Yeah, if, it, if it'll stream, that would be a great idea. Yeah. We could race. Cool. Uh, headline, Deep Rock Galactic VR modders make progress with motion controls. And uh, there was a video to accompany this headline, uh, which demonstrates uh, the, uh, the motion controller support in Deep Rock Galactic VR mod as it exists today. Uh, but it was a five-minute video. I didn't. I didn't think that we should sit here. Um, I mean, it wasn't exactly action-packed. It was just showing off, a, you know, hand interactions. Uh, it looks legit, man. It looks like uh, it looks like it was meant to be in VR. And uh, for those of you who who uh, support on Patreon, of course, I'll link that video in the um, in the show notes. And for those of you who don't, obviously, this story came from Road to VR. You can check it out on there. Um, this thing looks cool, man. You know, the more I see of it, the more it looks like uh, a game that was natively intended for VR. Ah, that's crazy. And now Mash, I guess, just was, you know, he saw this and thought Vorpex and had said, let's pick this up on sale. So I already have it in my library and we just never really played it. And uh, it's cool that this mod's coming out of nowhere. I'm excited to try it in VR, especially with hand presence. I only play, Wes, I'll only play games if they have hand presence because it's the only way to play VR maybe not <laughs> right 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 yeah me too bro <laughs> uh in fact in fact uh uh i only play mods yeah because uh <laughs> native vr titles just uh not enough for me bro They're not no the, gra the graphics are terrible and as we know if a game has terrible graphics then it must be a terrible game right yeah exactly or i'll i'll vorpex it with my keyboard <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> right yeah, we're being facetious uh, for those of you new in chat. By the way, hello, Jasper. Thanks for uh, joining us. Um, 
no nah, man this this looks cool I, I you know we always have kind of said that it, this is kind of going to be pcvr's identity going forward is kind of the home for mods uh to be honest though when i said that i, I really didn't expect uh the kind of support for for modding i mean pcvr modding has has blown up over the last two to three months and uh uh, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I think that if they keep it up, that it's going to be a selling point, right? It's going to be a reason by itself for people to uh, buy in the PCVR just for the mods. Yeah, absolutely. Wolverazza says it's on Xbox Game Pass. Can you Vorpex those titles? You absolutely cannot Vorpex those titles because the uh, Microsoft Store will not, not allow you to hook the program. Um, it's a real pain in the ass. I, I think there may be ways to try to get around it, but they they really don't want you doing that. So it's um, that's kind of a pain. Where, oh. where, 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 but you know, well, you, you know, you don't need to just buy it. Um, normally, I'm assuming. Well, I don't know. I don't know how the mod will work. This mod may be different than normal mods. So, you know, you know what. Um... This game's been out for a little while now. I'm sure that if you if you start watching for a sale, that's a good thing about these uh, these mods. We typically know that they're coming for a little while before they get here, and you can watch for sales uh, on these titles and have them have the games in your library ready for when the mod actually gets released to the public. Uh, Resident Evil being a great example of this. Uh, you know, RE2, RE3. We know these are coming. Now's the time to pick them up. Yeah. Uh, you know this game so many others we, we know are coming to vr uh i mean even like a game that's not a mod like hitman 3 like uh they were, we were talking about earlier it's on sale right now on epic store um go ahead go ahead and pick them up because uh unfortunately as root said it's not all cut and dry when it comes to game pass yeah well i guess and yes yes bob says and i um i assume they all were attached to the store uh, but he said that and this makes sense um, the Xbox Game Pass ones that are not attached to the Windows Store, you can hook because it is the Windows Store that is putting up that uh, barrier, you know, the Microsoft Store. So that is a good point. So uh, thank you for that. Yes, sir, Bob. Uh, what's up, Space Denison? What's up, Derail? What's up, my friends? Thanks for hanging out with us today. Yep. Uh, headline. Blade and Sorcery Nomad gets mod support with the new upgrade. You know, it's interesting, Roots, that we're talking about mods here because Blade and Sorcery recently came to Oculus Quest 2. And while it got some decent reviews, uh, a lot of people pointed out notably that the thing everyone that loves about the PC version uh, is the modding and that you can't do that on Quest. Apparently you can do that on Quest because mod support was just added hmm. in this past week. And already some uh, some very good, fun mods have been released for it. And I got to imagine that uh, now that this is a possibility, uh, it won't be long before the dam breaks. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's the best part of uh, ga PC gaming, right, is mods. So that's cool. Yeah, it's cool that, uh, you know, people like, I mean, I mean, Blade and Sorcery specifically, this is a mod-heavy game. The things that people love the most about it are, for example, playing with lightsabers, you know, having lightsaber battles in it, 
there's all sorts of different things you can do with the PC version. And uh, I mean, we're talking about a physics-based sandbox here. There really aren't very many uh, other types of titles that lend themselves to modding as well as as something like this. Yeah, absolutely. I love uh, I love the fact that it's that they're bringing this to Quest. You know, because that, that I mean that it's not just going to be this kind of game, right? All games, because that has been the misconception. There's not really mods. Uh, Pavlov. Actually, I shouldn't bring up Pavlov anymore. It's going to make me really get pissed. Contractors. One of the best things about contractors are the maps, right? All the custom yep. maps. But And this is one of the most frustrating things about playing contractors on the quest is you kind of are limited in the games. Like if I'm, if you're going to play with somebody else that's, um, I don't know, is they even crossplay? I thought it was crossplay, but maybe I'm all wrong on that, but... It would, yeah, contractors. Yeah, contractors is crossplay. Yeah, so you're going to limit yourself to to lobbies, right? And your friends are going to have to limit their games. And some of the best maps are are the the maps that are custom, right? So, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I agree. That that's the most exciting part of this story to me. It, it, it isn't so much about blade and sorcery because I, I'm not the biggest blade and sorcery fan, but the idea that uh, modding becomes a more um, frequent thing, a more common thing on the Quest 2 platform. That's a big deal because of games like Contractors. Um, you know, people bring these uh, titles to Quest and, and they expect that some of their PC user base is going to come along with them to Quest. But, you know, certain games uh, like Blade and Sorcery, like Contractors, People are going to stay where they're at because they love the modding so much. Mm. But now we have this example to point to. Beat Saber is another good one. Uh, Beat Saber modding, absolutely a thing on Quest. So hopefully we uh, we see this uh, come to some of these other titles in the uh, near future and make this standalone platform a bit more PC-like. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's exciting times. Um, just I told Tech I'd show him. Just because every time I drink, something like this on here everyone always thinks it's it's beer it's uh it's actually root beer it's okay it's a boiling root beer pure cane sugar and it's amazing it's a little slice of heaven west it's roots beer mm. it's roots beer absolutely there you go hey scully yes Headline, Waltz of the Wizard teases power of magical vocals. Uh, Roots, this game intrigues me, this Waltz of the Wizard. I've never played that, uh, although knowing that this is kind of one of the OG VR games, uh, I never quite got into it uh, in the beginning because it was a bit simplistic for my liking. It seemed more like a little tech demo than anything. Yeah. But over time that they add things right they they add the the hand tracking they add the gesture based uh spell casting and now they're adding in vocal commands uh i think that waltz of the wizard could possibly become kind of that 
that VR wizard simulator that we've always wanted. Yeah. Yeah. It's been around since day one, right? It's one of those ones that you kind of forget because you've at least people, people like us, because we've seen it um, day in, day out since the beginning. Uh, you kind of forget about it and you just kind of write it off. It's one of those ones that uh, kind of need to be showcased every once in a while because they keep adding to it. And this is a perfect example. Uh, and I'm seeing this happen come along with a lot of games, right? A lot of more vocal things, right? Where you might be able to control with with um, you know commands. So it really shows you the impact. Uh, it is, it's another example of the impact the Oculus Quest Two has had on the VR marketplace. The fact that these guys can just camp out on this one title for years and years and years and years and keep working on it and keep improving it just shows people must be buying it right they have to be making money uh or else they wouldn't be able to just uh just work on this one thing they would have to move on uh but i think this is good i think this is a good model to point to for indie and smaller developers out there to show that you can start small and work your way up as long as you're making something that that is a good quality product something that is a bit unique and uh and uh and not you know, overly done in the VR library that you can uh, just kind of take your one title, your, your baby, you know, your uh, life's work, if you will, and, and continue to improve it and get, make it better and make it into the game that you always envisioned it to be. Uh, I think this is good and kudos to, uh, to the developers here for doing just that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, hopefully it pays off. I mean, obviously, like you said, Still must be selling, so for sure. Have you have you played Waltz of the Wizard? I think I might have tried it, but I I can't remember, man. It's one of those things. Like I said, I know it's around, and I just don't know that I've gone into it. But maybe I need to check it out. I mean, you know, magic magical vocals. Who doesn't well, it's want not, the power it's, it, it, Yeah, I mean, if it was just magical vocals, I'd be kind of eh. But they they've kind of put together the whole package here like the the magical vocals is is kind of the uh the cherry on top of the sunday they've continued to to make this game more immersive i mean imagine this is a full-fledged wizard simulator that you can play without controllers just using your hands using your voice mm. you can conjure uh vr uh magic and if it works as advertised uh i could see this absolutely being something that i want to check out in 2021 2022 that's that's amazing that i'm even saying that about this game yeah absolutely i agree uh it's high on vr in the chat says anyone down to play contractors tonight nah bro we just do pavlov now right roots <laughs> that's it man pavlov for life um forever wolveraza says he likes it his mom at 81 said wow for the first time in vr in waltz of the wizard so that's a testament right there too Pretty sure this one's on sale today only. Uh, you know the sale ends today, uh, so if you like me are interested in uh, in being a wizard, a white wizard in VR, uh, maybe now's the time to jump in. I want to be Dumbledore. I'm really losing hope for my VR Harry Potter. I think it's it's done. It's not going to be allowed anymore. D-Real says, finally, like real life, I can break out in song and cause magic. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Your singing uh, is absolutely magical. And uh, they should just call Waltz of the Wizard the D-Rail Simulator. <laughs> That's right. Or the Wes. Wes's vocals, uh, his golden voice, right? 
Always at, that's why you need to check out Wes's streams. He's always breaking out in song. <laughs> we're singing something, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So uh, if I do check this one out, uh, I will share with you as uh, as we always do. Yep. Oh, whoa. Uh, watch YouTube in VR with friends on Quest with the Couch app. Uh, Roots, why hasn't this been done yet? So there's an app out now on Quest. It's called Couch. And basically what it lets you do is watch YouTube. Well, we can already watch YouTube, right? Well, sure, but you can't with a friend until now. This is a free application, Roots, that gives you a very basic avatar, lets you sit on a very basic couch with one of your very basic friends and watch your very basic videos on YouTube. Uh... This is great, man. Like, I, I want to check this out today. Yeah, this baffles me, Wes. And not in the way that most people would say uh, you would think, right? It baffles me because why does this app need to exist? Why is the YouTube, why don't they have this already for YouTube or anything? Netflix, you know, we say it all the time. And this is for museums, amusement parks. Like, if you're watching TV or a movie or YouTube, I mean, yeah, you're going to go by yourself. Well, maybe not the movie. Um, most people. But you're going to enjoy it with other people, right? But not not in VR. You know, in VR, YouTube, you are isolated. If you want to go watch Hulu, you're isolated. You know, any of these things. And it kind of sucks, right? You kind of want to hang out with your friends. and you want Maybe you want to watch a podcast together, like the Virtual Strangers podcast. Um, that would be cool, right? Uh, that would be kind of a cool, uh, a little virtual strangers watching party. I don't know. There you go. Now, I don't know that this supports multiple players yet. Uh, but if I were them, if this works very well, that I would make that a buy up. This is a free app on, on quest and it's probably not on the official store. It's probably app lab or side quest or something. I, I didn't read through the entire article, uh, but this is a great idea. And, uh, Honestly, Roots, I think that what you're saying is really the lesson to, to take here. This should be part of the YouTube app, and it should be part of the Netflix app and the Amazon video app and, and all of the HBO Max. They should all have their own little VR mode. And I think, Roots, as the metaverse establishes itself, that we are going to see more of this uh, from the bigger companies. Uh, but in the meantime, we've got uh, the developers like these guys here who are kind of taking care of our needs uh, until the marketplace catches up. Well, well, hold on, Wes. People are screaming in the chat. Well, what about big screen, bro? Let me do this the whole time, man. Um, I, I, that is true. I guess well, you, you could stream yeah, your yeah. YouTube and big screen and host it. That is and... true. That That is true. You could stream YouTube and big screen. Um, but I mean, when you think about big screen, it's kind of a different thing. The scope is much bigger and it isn't exactly just as easy as going into big screen and sitting down with a friend is it like th there's a bit of work involved with connecting with your friends in big screen and even after you connect with them there's a bit of work involved in being able to hear them and then that that's not to mention the fact that uh you know uh whatever it is you're watching being be it youtube or whatever else uh you're you're hosting that and, uh, you know, your bandwidth specifically can affect that, uh, you know, significantly. 
So, uh, yeah, you, there are, I mean, for that, for that matter, you can go into uh, black hole pool and watch YouTube. You can go into VR bowl or I'm sorry, forever bowl and watch YouTube. There are other applications that you can do this as well as a bunch of other things. But uh, this is a free app that's dedicated just to this one thing. And I got to imagine uh, that the simplicity of it is going to allow it to be much more seamless and uh, run much better. Yeah, absolutely. I guess we'll find out, right? Check it out. Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. Like I've got, it's like socializing is something that I use VR for frequently. So I guarantee you that uh, this is something that I will be trying out. Like I would expect that couch is something that I'm going to be able to put my, my dad in fairly easily. And, uh, you know, someone like him who doesn't have a lot of VR experience is going to be able to get in this thing and use it where I, uh, it would be a challenge to get him to go into big screen and configure it correctly and, and meet up with me and make it to my room. Like that, that would be, I would have to call him on the phone or, or start an Oculus party and talk him step by step by step through connecting. Uh, I imagine that that's not going to be the case. Uh, here but again i haven't tried it yet so it could be uh that i'm off base yeah well we know i guess we won't know until we tried um and uh scion has a good point it says more options is always good and i agree we're always about options and maybe uh maybe you hate big screen maybe you can't stand the way that people can throw tomatoes at you i don't know you know there's weird things going on on out there west um but i i think it's intriguing i think it's good that they're thinking about this and like you said i think the biggest takeaway is uh why do these other apps not already offer it uh, you know like netflix or whatever that should be standard i agree i agree and that and uh hopefully that is uh that that will become the new normal uh going forward yep all right uh, that's going to wrap up this week's headlines and move us into the week's featured stories I think we've got it coming. Be on your guard. Let's go. Eater, nearby. Get down! Incoming! Time to shine! This week's top story, the After the Fall playtest finally took place starting November 25th at midnight Eastern time and supposedly ending at 3 a.m. this morning. Roots, I say supposedly Hmm. uh, because I was playing it at 3 a.m. Oh, I was playing it. I was playing it at 4 a.m. 
am at 5 a.m. Oh. and at 6 a.m. and at 7 a.m. I play. I stayed up all night playing after the fall last night, um, and it, ne- it never kicked me out, uh, which I was just continually voting to retry the level, dying over and over again to that boss, making me pull my hair out. Uh, but I played this game all night last night, and it never kicked me out. For all I know, the thing could still be going on right now. Oh, that's crazy, man. Well, I'll tell you what. It was an exciting time. It was definitely a cool play test. And um, and uh, Tam2 was saying in the in the chat earlier um, to not hold back punches because this is an amazing game. I'll tell you what. Ro- the first thing that that I have to scream from the top of my lungs that me, Wass, w- Wass, Wes, and Mash all... 100% agreed one. Um, I think you agreed on. No, Mash and I had issues with it, but that we need to um, figure out a way to remove or move or some, that 180 thing that when you push down on the right joystick, I can't tell you how many times I ended up running back into the boss as I'm trying to get away from it because it uh, suddenly flipped. It's too easy to flip 180 direction degrees, right? Um, and so I, I just, I usually I won't, wouldn't start with something like that. I would go and we talk about all sorts of other things, but it's such a big deal to me. Like I need that thing off of that that turn because it it just may, it I will almost never turn 180 degrees. I see the reason for it, but the placement of that specific thing fucked me up bad. And uh, um, but other than that, um, we'll get into how amazing the game is um because i i've been impressed and i'm i've blown away yeah yeah so uh what roots is saying here is uh that he would like for the there to be an option to disable 180 turning which is a common thing in in a lot of games of this uh of this genre so uh, i imagine that's probably something that they're that they'll be able to implement fairly easily uh but you know big picture with after the fall um there there are a few things like that to criticize but but they're all fairly easily fixed uh we would think and we'll get to that in a moment but i want to start off with your overall impressions here roots uh versus your expectations how did it live up i mean we've been waiting on this thing for literally years and uh you know we did have the kind of carpet yanked out from us a little bit six weeks or so ago when they revealed that this isn't going to be kind of the story-driven campaign that we all had hoped it would be. Um, but I'm glad that they did that because now we can go into it with proper expectations. And I, for one, uh, I really had a blast playing it. Yeah, no, I, um, you know, I, I, it's no uh, secret that MASH and Tech and I and a bunch of us have been playing through Back for Blood, the newest Left for Dead series and um you know i i love that game i was blown away and so i, I was kind of apprehensive in a sense because i i i love that game so much that i was afraid i was going to come into this one and be kind of let down but i wasn't i was what it blew me away was how much inspiration they took from it because obviously left for dead is so such an amazing series uh, of games and ip that um you know, I would, I can hands down say this is, this is the Left 4 Dead in VR, right? And, um, and I only got to play one level. That was my frustration. And I told Wes this, this is why I stopped playing, um, because I, I, I want to play more. I want to play the other levels. And, um, and this was just a play test. This was to make sure to fix all those bugs that people ran into, right? 
and to give us a chance to check it out. So I, I don't know, man. I'm uh, I'm psyched for next week, and I uh, can't get here soon enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited as well. Um, going into the game, you know, we, we often say that um, you know you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Uh, and, and you know, obviously, it's a very graphically beautiful game. I would put it on par with something like a you know a Half Life Alex. It looked like kind of like a cross between Half Life Alex and The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Uh, it, it's on the Alex level graphically, but a, maybe a bit more cartoony than Alex is. Uh, but a beautiful game. But in addition to that, I mean, obviously that makes a great first impression, but I was sincerely impressed when I went into the very first menu of the game, when you're setting up calibration and I I hold my hands out and I see my G2 controllers in the game. Hmm. I've played so many VR games. I mean, even games from the, the biggest studios that I that I go in and I see the old WMR controllers and then the controls don't completely work for my G2. So I have to go download a, a custom binding for it. Um, and I was just impressed that here we are and this game's not even launched yet. And there's already full G2 support in the game. And uh, I can't thank you enough, Vertigo Games, for, uh, for giving me a game that actually... Uh, I, I mean, even the, our favorite games, Roots, like, uh, you know, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, like, th- they don't <clears throat> natively support G2. I mean, it worked uh, before the update, and now even since they've updated it, the, like, the I can't use my G2 anymore. I have to go into my quest now to play um, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. So it really meant a lot to me as a G2 owner to have a game that, you know, a big budget highly polished experience that supports my g2 uh that really just blew me away yeah absolutely space denison says no way it's on alex level um i say graphically um in a lot of ways if not all of them it is uh especially one of the things that i noticed Wes, and i even said to you guys um i was marveling at the way the guns looked they looked so damn cool and it really looked like somebody like built this thing together and and um it was good. Like I, if, and each one was different, right? And I, I just was really impressed. Wood Citizen, he was in there, right? Did he not play it? I'm, I'm, no, I mean, yeah, I, I believe he was in there. Maybe, uh, maybe he just doesn't agree. He doesn't think it's on Half Life well, Alex level. You know, Half Life Alex is, uh, you know, one of the best games of 2020. Um, not the best, but one of the best. And uh, you, you, you know, I, you know, I, I take for granted sometimes that. Uh, that I am running a 3080 and that I I'm able to, you know, run my G2 at a hundred percent, you know, resolution. And sometimes I, I forget that maybe my experience doesn't translate out to everyone else. So maybe it wasn't for you. For me, I felt like, and it was one of the first things I'm not just saying that now it's one of the first things I said to roots and masher when we got in the game is like, man, this thing is really beautiful and uh, a really good looking immersive world. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think I was kind of um, I wish more games or more developers would do this with this play test thing or I don't know. Sometimes I feel like they just don't test it at all. You know, we saw a remarkable difference from day the first day of the thing to day two in just how smooth everything was, and that was just one day. And I guarantee it was from you know the first day of play testing, and you're tweaking things, right? That's kind of what you need to do so that when the game does finally release, you get that first impression that you want everybody to to have. 
because clearly Technoglitch had issues um, connecting, which I guess he's he was typing a big old long um, thing for Cam too. But um, for whatever reason, he you know he at first we no matter what he did, he couldn't. If he was in the game, it was jacked. We were jacked that first day, right? Second day, he was able to somehow host a game, but with three, just me and Wes. But if he got a fourth person, he couldn't do it. So um, it's clearly something on his end. But at the same time, it's not. He's not the only one that was having that issue. Um, so hopefully, maybe he can put him, whisper to you, or you know, maybe you guys are already aware, so that we can figure out what it is and and fix it for those, you know, minute uh, amount of people that that was happening to. Uh, outside of, uh, your experience with, uh, techno glitch, did you have any other kind of co connectivity issues? Absolutely not, dude. Uh, that's the thing, man. And tech, this is not a knock at you, man. <laughs> Cause you're sitting there in the discord saying, ah, oh, this is jank and the connections in this. And I understand if the roles were reversed and it was happening to me, I I'm going to say that because I'm going to be upset because it is jank to me. But it's the only time I had any problems was when you were in the group. When you got out of the group, everything was great. Oh, with the exception with, with Wes. When Wes was trying to host it, because I don't know if it's bandwidth thing, because he doesn't uh, have as big, good of a bandwidth at this moment. Um, we were having issues. So um, if that's the case, you know, I don't think it should rely on people's bandwidth to group up, because that's going to cause a lot of issues of people that don't. Um, but other than that, that was the only issue I had. Uh, gameplay. Um extremely arcadey like this is uh is about as close to the arcade gameplay loop as i've ever seen in vr super fast paced just blasting you barely have time to aim it, it's uh it's breakneck speed when, once these zombies start coming at you and when you up the difficulty it just multiplies that exponentially i mean some of the hordes on the master difficulty were just unbelievable like i couldn't believe how many of these things were on the screen at one time and fast too man they get super fast uh what did you think about the gameplay loop was it too arcadey for you or did you did you enjoy it the way it is no that's the way it's supposed to be you know it's exactly what it's supposed to be uh, like i said uh, in this type of a game survival game a left for dead type of game where you're um you know just trying to get from point a to point b take down do the objective get kill the stuff um and move on to the next area and I think, you know, what this did really well, too, is it made you work together, especially when we moved up to veteran level. Um, you know, you'd be shooting. You're so focused on killing stuff in front of you, you don't realize you've got like five or six things hitting you from behind. And you go down real quick. Plus, you got different types of bigger enemies like that one that explodes on you. So, you know, everybody needs to know, hey, this thing's coming out. And you get away before it explodes because that thing will kill you quick. Not to mention the fact that, everybody's got to use your syringes to um to keep each other alive or or resurrect although we did find that ai jimmy was a really good healer slash um resurrector so we it's almost better than a techno glitch in that respect right as far as your fourth person uh but no nah, man i uh, i was very impressed with everything like i said i've been playing the shit out of back for blood and that would be the best compliment i could give to you tamtu and your team is uh is it really for somebody that loves that game i was a little nervous that i was going to come into this game and it just wasn't going to hold up to it that it just wasn't going to be what i wanted it to be and it it was it was exactly what i wanted it to be and it was just it's really good and i look forward to playing more levels 
and uh, I don't even have to wait that long. Just about five days, four days, right? Yeah, I, I got to agree. Uh, I really enjoyed the fast-paced gameplay as well. Uh, in fact, um, it gets funner as you go. Like, at first, I was kind of concerned, like, maybe uh, maybe it was going to wear off uh, more quickly. But like like I said, I started playing this the minute the, the playtest went live, and I played it for hours after it was supposed to end. Like, and it got funner and funner and funner as I went. Now, um, the gameplay is so fast-paced in Arcadia. That does kind of lead me into my first kind of semi-negative point about the game. Um, it is a VR game. And as such, they want to give players all the options that you typically get in a VR game. But some of the uh, the options in this game that really uh, that you would typically use in most VR games don't fit the gameplay style this is an arcade style game and if you're trying to do simulation style stuff it's a bit of a contradiction for example uh if, if you want to use that pump shotgun you better not have manual reloading turned on because you're you're they're going to eat your ass alive before you get that thing reloaded uh things like that um even even like the holsters like i just ended up switching over to the weapon wheel because it takes too long to draw your gun and if you're trying to change, like if you really want to change the weapon that's in your hand, it takes too long to find it and be fumbling around uh, trying to grab your gun when you've got hordes of these things literally running at you at breakneck speed. So I felt like the best way to play this game is with automatic reloading with weapon wheel. And when I after I just gave into that fact and let that extra 50 percent harvest go. Then all of a sudden, mm. uh, it really started to click with me. And, I, you know, honestly, Roots, I didn't tell any kind of difference with regards to the amount of harvest I was getting because I was killing so many more enemies mm. because I wasn't fumbling around trying to re reload my gun, trying to find my shotgun, uh, but instead just playing seamlessly after I got used to the control scheme. Yeah, you know what's funny um, is I... Uh, I okay, and I, I don't know, and, and maybe this is our... This is our conspiracy theory about the machine gun <laughs> or the automatic weapon. We couldn't seem to kill the boss whenever we had that in our thing. I, I did end up, I, I did end up getting that. Uh, okay. So that got, so that got, that, that is now squashed, but this is my point. Um, I was so bummed out when I didn't get that machine gun or automatic, automatic weapon. Right. And the next run we went mash is, this is how cool mash is. He's like, dude, you didn't get your weapon. Um, then, uh, we'll go ahead and, um, you know, you get the next weapon. So I got the next weapon. It was the shotgun. And I was, I, a hundred percent, I will admit, I was like the shit dude. Like I just, I, you know what I mean? It's not a machine gun. I want an automatic weapon. I went into that next round with that automatic or with that shotgun and with that, um, you know, the fast, the quick reload. And it is, it's not only amazing. I mean, it, it, it's fun to do the pump action. It's, it's made for VR. I just, I can't tell you how much I love that shotgun. Now I'm kicking myself for not wanting it, but it's kind of a good example. And anytime like that game like this, um, try everything. Cause you never know what you're going to love, right? You try something new and it, it may become your new favorite. I felt that way in Returnal several times. I'm like, this gun sucks. You told me the worst gu the gun I told you was the worst gun in the game. You said, no, that's the best one, dude. You can't beat the game without that gun. And I was like, oh, shit. So I think just trying different stuff is absolutely the way to go. Yeah, so um, yesterday when I was playing, 
not only did I uh, manage to finish the level with the uh, the MK47 assault rifle, which mm. is what you're talking about, but I also on a subsequent playthrough found an assault carbine rifle. So I have two machine guns now in, well, my, uh, in my arsenal. You had. And what I ended up, the reason why I played all night last night, Roots, was I was trying to finish a game with the dual Uzis submachine guns. Mm. Uh, that, that was my favorite guns that I used so far and i didn't get it until late yesterday mm. uh and I, I was not able to finish a round with it which brings me to my my next and probably my biggest complaint is with the bot ai your 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 teammate ai when you play uh as yourself and you're bringing the bots in with you um that that needs to improve because i kept i spent hours last night roots uh playing my way through the boss level only to have these guys make stupid decisions and get killed. And they need to, uh, they, they need to learn they or learn. They need to be programmed such that, uh, when, when you have a player go down, th that all of a sudden becomes top priority, right? You have to get that player back up. This game is built around team-based play mm. and you have to keep your team standing. Uh, but so many times, I would uh, I would enter the boss fight and within five minutes or sorry, within two minutes, they'd all three be dead. Now I'm fighting a horde and the boss by myself, which is an impossible situation if you're not on the easy mode. Um, there was other times where I would make a dumb mistake and I would get killed. And then uh, my, all three of my teammates were still alive. Now in that real, in that situation, I, the, there should be enough space made mm. that one of them is able to get me back up, but they never tried. They just continued to fight the boss and ignored the fact that I was there. And eventually, um, eventually we fell. Uh, even Jimmy, like I watched Jimmy fight the boss by himself for probably three or four minutes stretch, you know, holding his own, almost beating the boss Jimmy did by himself. Uh, but he ran right by me a bunch of times with mm. space and he never tried to, to pick me back up. And uh, I feel like if, if I know it's not meant to be played with bots, but uh, if you're going to have that in there, mm. it would be helpful uh, for those of us who like to play by ourselves. Uh, if, if the, um, the, the AI resembled uh, real players a little bit more in that aspect. The other thing, the thing that really drove me up the wall about these AI is they constantly from the time you start the game, from the first scene through the end, they are constantly crossing into your firing path, mm. taking your bullets and then bitching at you about it. Like, hey, watch it. Like, it would be something if it only happened a couple times. Dozens of times, these dudes run in front of me, take my bullet and then bitch at me about it. And, you know, I get it. It's AI. Uh, if They're going to walk in front of you sometimes, but they need to shut the hell up about it because... Like after you've died to a boss five times because of these dumb assholes and then they start <laughs> bitching about you because they walked in front of you, uh, it can be very frustrating. There should be an option to, uh, to, to kind of limit what they say. If, uh, if you catch my drift. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely should be op an option for sure. Um, you know, who else likes to play with themselves, Wes? My mom. <laughs> Oh, I do. You know, um, everything you said is just that uh, it's, it's totally valid. And, uh, you know, I, 
I think there's a lot of um, a lot of those things, you know, you improvement wise that they could work on. And that, you know, who knows? I don't know what the algorithm is and or how many times you, you, you know, people had gone down already. I'm sure there's got to be a limit to how many times they resurrect. Um, so maybe they had resurrected a couple times and and they didn't have any more syringes. Although when we played with Jimmy, it seemed like he had an unlimited amount. Yeah. He could just resurrect people left oh. and right. And, so. let, and, let, and let me just say this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. Let me just say this. In the situation that we played, uh, the AI worked great. If you have three real players and one AI, wonderful. Jimmy was awesome by himself. It's just when the you have more AI players than you have real players mm -hmm. that really these problems start to uh, materialize. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it really should be. Should be whatever would happen in a real game if I was playing four people because that's, the whole thing is teamwork and so it doesn't for me it doesn't matter um and sometimes eh, maybe one percent of the time it doesn't work out in our favor but if somebody goes down i've already got my syringe in my hand and i'm looking where mash is or whoever i'm that's the way i play any of these type of games because you have a limited amount of time they're usually getting attacked to where they're going to get knocked out of the game completely or at least in left for dead type of scenario and so you're 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 just trying to get them as quickly as possible, get them up back in the game, so that uh, you know they have a chance. So. And Tam too tells me I should just turn all the voices off, which I yeah I get it. I could I could just turn all the AI voices off, uh, but if I do that, I'm putting myself at a disadvantage because oftentimes they're the ones who give you the vocal cue. Snowbreed. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's a pretty big part of the game, isn't it? That. You're, you're getting these vocal cues from the AI telling you, even when you're playing as as the characters, you hear these things telling you, okay, here they come now. Um, so, yeah, I, I get it. I could turn it all the way off, I suppose. Uh, it was just something that, that I really found annoying uh, as the AI continually, time after time after time after time, jumped in front of my, uh, in front of my gunfire and then uh, bitched at me about it. So, anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, overall, overall, it's a nitpick, uh, and I had a blast. Roots, when I go into Steam, uh, this is a 20-minute level, right? Well, let me just ask you this. Hmm. We have this one 20 to 30-minute level, and we know that the game's coming, um, and it's going to launch with five levels, each playable with, I think, four or five different difficulty levels. And basically, the whole... The, the whole motivation for playing through these levels and going on these runs is to upgrade your arsenal. As far as I can see, that's the only thing that you're doing. So five min five levels, uh, 20 to 30 minutes each level. Do you think that that's going to be enough game to justify the $40 price tag? Uh, uh, the price tag, absolutely. Uh, we just said that, that the, the way this game looks, the production value, the, you know, everything... Um, works so well it's you know i mean and you're you're gonna have all these cross platforms it was already i was able to we had people we went in that uh, as soon as we hit the lobby they were trying to invite us okay dude i don't know who you are stop bugging me i do have to acknowledge uh stephen jeffrey uh his comment because i agree and i wonder all the time it says why do these guys only have 1.25k subs these two are amazing wow you're amazing stephen we appreciate you and uh you know, how can I not pass up a uh, chance to pat myself and Wes on the back? And Masher as well. Let's not forget him. He is a big part of the team as well. Yeah. Um, 
I agree, Roots. Uh, and thank you, Stephen, for, for the compliment. We re I really appreciate it. Uh, I agree. Uh, I was concerned initially um, that it, it might not be enough. And I, I mean, honestly, it still lingers a little bit because, you know, having fun in the game for, for three days doesn't equal having fun in the game for three months. So maybe it wears off over time. Uh, but I'm much less concerned now about the amount of content in, in the game and the level of replayability. Having played this one level uh, over the last couple of days, Roots, I'm at 19 and a half hours mm. in Steam right now in this playtest. 19 and a half hours in this. And I did not go to the Tundra Dome one time. All I did was run the levels. Now, granted, uh, you could scratch off about three hours of that. An hour and a half of that was trying to uh, to uh, party up with Techno Glitch. Techno and, Glitch! <laughs> and, and there was another hour to an hour and a half of idle time where I had my headset off and I sat it down uh, because I didn't want to turn it off. After 3 a.m. this morning, like I didn't want to like kill the game and try to come back into it, but I needed a break at some point. So I would take my headset off and set it down. Uh, but I could say legitimately that I played this this one level for 15 hours uh over the last few days and uh the most of my vr library i haven't played that much so those of you who out there who are concerned about the amount of content that this game is going to launch with uh don't be because it gets better as you go it, it's highly addictive and um there's a level of polish and quality here that really there's only you can count on your hands the, the, the number of games in all of VR that are this polished and uh, this good looking. So um, in spite of our few nitpicks, uh, I would say that my experience was overwhelmingly positive and uh, I can't wait for uh, the seventh to get here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tantu says, um, absolutely content is key for them and uh we'll plan to support the game for a good while both pve and pvp so that's good to hear yeah for sure I'm, I'm hoping and i've said this to uh to my friends while we were playing like i i feel like you know seven eight levels would be kind of uh the sweet spot here i, I feel like if we, if we had a a good uh eight eight levels uh to run that um that it would seem like a, a complete game to me five does seem a little light although i'm not going to complain and i do fully expect after i play the uh, five levels that uh, i will be recommending the game um and that people buy it for the uh the 40 dollars like um but again you know it, it's difficult roots and the next the next question uh that, that i'm going to ask you here going into this uh, we kind of expected that this might be a candidate for, you know, our game of the year discussion during the 2021 show. Uh, coming out of it, I feel like it still kind of is. Like, I, I feel like this absolutely could end up being the game of the year this year, but I, I feel like it's unfortunate that the game is launching so late because I, I honestly don't feel like a month is going to be a, a, enough time to to judge uh, ultimately how good this game is i think that we're still going to have a lot of recency bias after playing this for a mm. yeah well as much as you've already played it that tells me a lot i mean that 
You know what I mean? A good portion of it is like, okay, I've got this for a short amount of time. I want to, you know, enjoy it. Um, a good portion of it is you are a avid, I mean, I mean, avid Arizona sunshine lover. And, uh, and so you've been deprived of that for so long waiting for this. It's like all of a sudden you've got this buffet of your favorite food, right? And you're just digging in. Um, but I think, uh, maybe a month will be enough. I don't know. There's the thing is, there's so many good games and what else is, is let to left to come out. Right. Uh, but I don't know, man. I, well, it was I, a great year for VR. It was a great year for VR in general. And there's so many great games came out in 2022. Remember in, uh, remember at the beginning of the year, we had that guy who said that, uh, that there wouldn't be anything come out this year, that it was just like that the 2020 year was VR's peak and, that the the the, the uh, joyride was over. <laughs> We've heard that for years, man. And all I have to say is, you know, they they obviously don't know how long they've been like planning this whole VR rollout. Uh, you know, it's it it's definitely not going anywhere, and it's only picking up pace. Absolutely. Uh, but anyway, overall, I uh, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it it was. Uh, beautiful it was a sight to behold from a uh, production standpoint uh it was fast-paced arcade gameplay like like have we really had anything else kind of at this pace it reminded me honestly it reminded me of uh just the pacing of it Mm. of that rail shooter uh in dreams uh, whiplash the one where the the cactus guys come at you and they just Mm. pile up dead bodies everywhere it kind of reminded me of that but as, as far as like proper vr games go I don't know if we have another one that's quite on this level in terms of this fast-paced, breakneck style of, of gameplay. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I, I almost forgot to mention, um, you know, I, I didn't play Master, you did, but there's another level past Master. And I know just the level from the normal to veteran, it significantly got harder. We instantly started going down and dying, right? Um, and so that's something to keep in, in mind as well. I don't think Master, and, and you have a better idea of it, is going to be any joke. And I think the level after that is going to be ridiculous. And so think about the amount of levels that you're going to have to upgrade. Everything's going to have to be upgraded. You're going to need all the, the bells and whistles. Your team is going to need to really work together. I think you're going to probably be walking out of here. If you want to go into that final uh, level and complete the full game with your team you're probably talking 100 hours of gameplay to get to that point maybe that i mean that's speculation but um that's why i say 40 hours is or 40 dollars is, is such a fair price because you're you're also getting the pvp on top of it you know what i mean for those people that love pvp it's another game on time and you have all of these platforms available it's the biggest pool as far as i know of of players for pvp right in vr yeah yeah yeah. and it's really interesting that you bring this up roots because i was kind of uh, impressed uh when i went into the master um difficulty because there are so many snowbreed that that come into the picture and the game i mean sure it, it stutters here and there but for the most part it stays pretty fluid with all of this going on it makes me wonder because we know that you know, while there may be graphical differences that the game is supposed to translate one-to-one to to PlayStation, it's supposed to translate one-to-one to to Quest. And when I think about going up even another level past Master, how many Snowbreed must be on the screen at one time? 
I mean, if they're able to actually pull off what they're claiming that they're going to be able to do, I mean, a technical achievement, like for real. Um, but yeah, master is, is no joke. What, what you said is true. I never, you know, in, in my, you know, 15 to 20 hours that I played this thing, I never completed a run on master. And I think that we approached it wrong. I think that we're supposed to run the earlier levels more than we did. Like, I, I don't think you're supposed to up your difficulty so quickly. I think the gameplay loop demands that you repeat the levels over and over again to, to build your arsenal so that you're ready to go to that next level. And I think, I think that's kind of the reason why we didn't make it that. And I was trying to tackle it mostly with AI. And again, if, if more than half your team's AI, then, then you're in trouble uh, with those higher difficulty levels. Um, couple of questions. You know, Wolverazza says, um, and let me, let me lost it here. He says to play this with my kids is worth throwing down for a few extra copies in my opinion. And that, that while we have Tam two here in the chat, I do have a couple of questions with regards to that. Uh, first of all, I'd like to commend vertigo and, and commend you for, um, supporting cross by with this title. This is something that you did not do with Arizona sunshine. And I've been publicly critical about that. Uh, I, I'm, I was, pleasantly surprised when it was announced that this game is going to support cross by. Mm. Uh, but the question I have, well, there's two, there's two questions. Um, one, will this like Arizona sunshine support uh, app sharing? So if I have it in my la library, will my children be able to take my same quest, you know, the same device and have their own profile, their own campaign, uh, will they be able to uh, play this game with my headset, but on their own profile? That's a pretty important thing, I feel like, especially for a game like this that is uh, so heavily dependent upon building your profile, building your uh, building your character and your arsenal. Um, the other big question that I have, um, Viport. You know, we, we've heard a lot of things about uh, this coming to Viport. I'm wondering, will this come to the Viport store on day one? Will it come to Viport Infinity on day one? These these are all big questions that our community has, and they may have already asked them uh, while we're sitting here talking about it. Um, but I'm very, very curious to know whether or not this is going to be available on Viport on launch day, even on the store, if not Infinity. I got an answer to that question for you because I was watching the chat when somebody asked him that and he said that he didn't have an, um, that information. He doesn't know if it's going to be a Viveport Infinity Day 1 or not. Um, he did say he did say he can confirm that the amount of enemies, etc. is the same across platforms. Internal crossplay testing went smoothly. All right, and he also says that uh, there may be matchmaking issues regarding that if players do not have their own Oculus account. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so to clarify, with app sharing, uh, it allows you to have up to four different users on your Oculus Quest, each with their own Facebook, Meta, Oculus account, whatever you want to call it. Everyone does have their own account. It just allows the, the uh, game to be shared into their library so mm -hmm. that they can have their own... Uh, their own save but if they go and play on a different headset then it doesn't work so i'm hopeful that the game supports it i know arizona sunshine does um 
but uh, I guess we'll find out soon enough. Uh, the other question um, that I wanted to ask you while I have you here is, um, you know, a lot of us are going to want to play this on multiple platforms. Like I'm going to want to play this uh, on my quest. I'm going to want to play this on my PlayStation so I can use the aim support, uh, the aim controller rather. Um, is there going to be a way that we can uh, sync our account across devices so that when I log into my PlayStation, I have my arsenal that I built up on PC or on the quest. Is, is there going to be a way that I can take my, my eight digit or nine digit user ID into the game on the other platforms and log into the same user account? I'd be very uh, curious about that. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, one thing that I did, I guess I alluded to in the opening that Mash and I were talking about, that we had questions about PlayStation VR, um, like the aim controller is the big seller, right? But like all, most of the gun, I mean, what about the guns, the hand, I guess there's no handguns. They, I, and I told him, I, I'm assuming they're going to have to, it's going to have to be, um, you know, maybe instead of handguns, they'll have another, uh, rifle or two or something else to, to offset that. And they're, I guess there's no manual reloads either, right? There's, you're going to only be able to do quick, quick reload with the aim controller. Yeah, yeah, you you have to do quick. It would be a situation similar to Sniper Elite, I imagine. Um, and, and there may be a way if you want that you can like dual wield with the aim controller, something like uh, something like the Doom VFR does, for example. Because there is, you know, there there are two grips and two. Uh, two triggers right so you're, you're basically what you'll have to deal with if you want to single uh, or sorry dual wield uh, handguns in the game if they implement it it'll probably be something where there's a bit of a disconnect mm. between where your hands are in the game and where your hands are in real life so you'll grab your pistols and you'll be like like this in the game while you're like this in real life so yeah. that, that's just a, a speculation on my part i don't know uh, but they could go the Arizona Sunshine route, like you said, and the, and have just all two-handed weapons, and that'd be that. Yeah, absolutely. Two two aim controllers, Texas. That would be really weird. <laughs> you could uh, play with one aim and one move, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Uh, Tam Two does say that uh, cross save will not be in at launch, but they are working on a way to sync player data across the platforms if they own multiple copies. So that's good. That's good. That would be, uh, it'd be useful because I mean, you're talking about a real time sync here with this game. Like um, the loop that they have created here is something that is going to take some investment uh, from the player in terms of running and rerunning and rerunning the levels to build up an arsenal. And uh, it might be a bitter pill for a few people to swallow if they, jump over to their aim controller and have to start from scratch or if they really love the game like me they might really enjoy uh replaying all that stuff with the knowledge and experience that uh that they've gained yeah absolutely dark angel says reloading um reloading <laughs> yeah <laughs> um do tam 2 says dual aim controllers is not allowed by sony actually so um which wolveraza says that means that the, they actually thought about it um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, uh, it would make sense that there's no, uh, not, no two aim controllers. So. <laughs> that is kind of crazy though, isn't it? That Sony doesn't allow that. Yeah. I you, have to, I have two aim controllers. Super nitpicky, M2 says. I agree. 
anyway, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything we missed here. I guess um, there there is a bit of criticism, but a very small thing I learned how to mitigate. Uh, I did have issues, and, and first of all, uh, my uh, I'd like to commend you for having a seated mode in at launch. Mm. That's awesome. I'm someone who plays typically almost always seated uh you know for for reasons i've talked about before i don't stand up while i play vr a lot so i'm i was happy to see that there's a seated mode um but i did encounter issues uh picking things up off the ground uh while i was seated and using holsters mm. now the way to mitigate that is using the weapon wheel it's one of the reasons why i switched to the weapon wheel and stayed with it it, it quite literally is a half-life alex style weapon wheel that you press a button and it pops up you stick your hand on the weapon that you want and you have it but when you have holsters enabled uh i found it pretty impossible and and roots can you know attest you know testify to this when i was playing with them uh like they had to pick stuff up off the ground for me because i couldn't pick anything up uh, you know i would spend minutes just standing over one trying to find that perfect spot so that it finally would glow green and then when it finally would glow green i'd hit the grip button and just draw my gun out of my holster so like um there's certainly some room for improvement uh with regards to that specific scenario but again it's all uh you're able to mitigate all of that through uh through using the um the options in the settings you just blew me away wes because i i feel like a sucker now i have not i could have been using the alex wheel this whole time I saw it was an option, but I just, I, I defaulted the holster and I did actually kind of have some trouble sometimes picking stuff up. And even if that's not the case, why would I, I love the way that Half-Life Alex does their wheel, right? You can't drop the stuff. It's just, it, I think it's the design of the future. So I don't think I'm going to be switching to that. That sounds cool. And, and Tam too, for the record, I did, uh, I did play with, uh, recalibrating the, uh, the, the holster. It, it, it really didn't help. Um, but again, you know, I, I think the weapon wheel is kind of the way to go here. Mm. Anyway, th this manual reloading, this, this holster, uh, system, it's kind of a contradiction to this style of game. This is not a simulation by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, this is one of the most arcadish games I've ever played in VR and that's why we love it. So I think we should all just kind of embrace that side of it, you know? use the weapon wheel, use the fast reloading. And uh, I'm sure that, um, you know, not doing so, especially in the upper difficulties, you're going to be putting yourself at a significant disadvantage. Yeah, absolutely. He did say that um, they are working on fixing the grab priority with to the four first over the guns, um, which should be, be great. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, really, if if I'm, if it's green, like if I've moved to the point where something's green on the ground, that probably means that I've, I've pinpointed it to pick it up. So it should a hundred percent grab it over the guns always. Space Denison says I, I felt like the holster calibration was quite cool. It was. It, is. it was. Uh, and for those of you who didn't get a chance to try it, uh, if you played Aspire One, it was very similar to the Aspire One uh, holster calibration, where you can kind of just grab it, put it where you want it. You know you. You can lift your belt up and down and put it where you want it, and then you can stretch it in and out and make it as wide or as skinny as you want it as well. Uh, completely customizable. And for a seated player, 
that's a big deal, right? Because like if you have chair arms, uh, oftentimes where these games put the, uh, the holsters at is right in the way of those arms. So being able to kind of widen it out mm. and get it to the outside of the chair arms is a big deal for those of us who like to play seated. It made a big difference actually outside of picking stuff up off the ground, being a little awkward, you know, with uh, what we just talked about being able to widen that thing and put, I, that's exactly what I did outside of my arms, my chair. And I, and I played seated as well most of the time, but I did change um, to standing up about halfway through. So, Wolverazza says straight dual wielding with desert eagles. Uh, I mean, Falcons is God mode for me. Super fun. You know, when I was using pistols, I didn't dual wield very much. Uh, I, I typically find that when I dual wield, uh, and try to use my left hand, it, it affects their accuracy on my right hand. Like mm. I aim less and I find myself to be more effective just using a single pistol, mm. which is what I did most of the time when I was using it. Now, with that said, when I got to those dual submachine guns, I used both of those. And, uh, that was so fun. It was, like I said before, that was my favorite gun that I encountered during my time in the game were the dual Uzis. Uh, you can literally melt these dudes down fast with that. I found it uh, highly frustrating that I wasn't able to complete the uh, the, the level and, and get to keep those in my arsenal. Um, I mean, I stayed up till daylight trying to do it roots, and I mm. kept dying and kept dying and kept dying and kept dying and kept dying over and over and over and over again. Uh, and I was recording a lot of it too, so uh, nice. I've got a good idea for a... Uh, a promo video for the 2021 show mm. and uh I, I shot a lot of footage last night that's awesome that's awesome um although i don't uh really appreciate your tone it sounds like you're accusing ai jimmy of not doing a good job and i will not have you talking smack about our fourth stranger here well to, for the record uh jimmy and jen both solid people in my opinion michael's a bit of a coward he always mm -hmm. takes up the rear like uh, I keep my distance, I keep my distance, but Michael's always behind me. Mm. Now, with that said, with Michael being behind me, that that also meant that Michael wasn't walking in front of my gun as much. Oh, so I did appreciate that. Uh, but um, yeah, so we we yeah, found uh, the weak link. It's AI Michael. We just got to get yeah. rid of him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you have been voted off the island, Michael. Yep. Uh, please, please. Tri uh, tribe has spoken. Yep. The tribe has spoken. That's right. Uh, anyway, I think we have thoroughly beaten this horse. Um, it's a very unique game to VR, ladies and gentlemen. It, it's might be similar to Left for Dead or Back for Blood. I wouldn't know, uh, but it's a very unique game to U VR. I can say that with certainty. Uh, I mean, I I think that it says it all. It's a twenty to thirty minute level in the playtest. I played it for over fifteen hours, running it over and over and over again. <laughs> I don't think I could give it a better endorsement than that. Like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Especially with as much I'll, VR as you play, uh, want to play, but you can't because your timing, right? Limited. Uh, it, hopefully it still works. <laughs> Tam2, does it still work? It was working five hours after the play test was supposed to end. Maybe I can get back in there, Roots, today for a little bit more before work. That'd be cool. Um, well, Tam2 says Michael's been through a lot of shit, man. He's doing his best. Okay, so we got to give Michael a little slack. You know, he's got his own issues. And he is one of the teams, so we can't really throw him under the bus too hard because we need him to, uh, like you said, bring up the rear. You know who else likes to bring up the rear, Russ? 
yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, much more to come from this game from us. Um, we're, we're obviously we're, we'll probably be streaming this on launch day or, or pre-launch day. You know, we'll have it early. Um, and then we also have another very special uh, episode coming up probably a few days after launch, if not the, the week after. Uh, you guys aren't going to believe what we've got in store for you with this one. And that includes you, Tam, too. You're not going to believe it either. We've got we've got a cool after the fall episode um, lined up. If the Oculus Quest version launches on time, we're all assuming that it's going to. A lot of people find it strange that there's a lack of footage out there and that they don't get the game early. Uh, but if it launches on launch day, uh, we're going to have a cool episode uh, the following week after launch. So uh, tune in for that. Be sure if you haven't already, subscribe and ring the bell. Uh, much more from this game to come, I assure you. Absolutely. And two more difficulty levels. Uh, hold on, have been sorry, added. man. Yeah, there, I guess there was no sound because we, uh, I initially switched into the trailer, but you skipped over it, and then, uh, um, I didn't forgot to turn your sound uh, back on. I forgot. That's my bad, dude. I forgot we were running trailers, dude. I'm tired. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> That's all right. I skipped the Not one earlier, me. so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, dash dash world. The 4.0 update came to Dash Dash World this past week, which upgrades the virtual steering and also adds a new track, an offline mode, and a new season of unlockable rewards. From launch, each update of Dash Dash has introduced a substantial list of new features, and this holds true for this week's 4.0 update. The newest track brings the total to 14, which is double the original 7 that the game launched with. The virtual steering has now been upgraded to what the studio calls, quote, full immersive steering. There's also now a full offline mode and two more difficulty levels have been added to the solo campaign. The update also sees the game launch into its second season, which is called Stargazing, and it adds a ton of unlockable cosmetics. Finally, the update sees Dash Dash move out of Steam Early Access. Dash Dash World, available now on SteamVR, Rift, and Oculus Quest, features crossplay among all the platforms. It also is said to be coming very soon to PlayStation VR. Uh, Roots, amazing the support that has come to Dash Dash World. When we played this thing in early access, before it even launched, uh, we said that really the only um, thing that we could even possibly ask for is more tracks and they've now doubled that and not only have they doubled the tracks but they've added 
so much more functionality of this game, so many different modes and, and the, the social features have been uh, upgraded significantly. Um, I, I can't believe more people don't play dash dash than what, what actually do. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, it's, it's one of those games that keeps growing and growing in popularity. It is the closest thing to Mario Kart and VR and you, you nailed it. When it first came out, that was our biggest gripe, right? There wasn't really enough courses um, just because we wanted more courses. They've doubled the courses now, and every time that they've updated it, it's not only, you know, adding content, but it's quality of life. They, you know, I, I guarantee you, uh, every single time I've gone into it, because usually it's like maybe a, a, mo a couple months or in between where I'll go race, it, it just, I'm like, oh my God, it looks even better um so this game is i think it's almost should be finished but it doesn't seem like they're uh wanting to finish this game right they just want to keep adding to it which i'll take it so they keep polishing it up and polishing it up man and uh i mean it really is something exceptional now um yeah what you described there is exactly my experience i went into this game a couple of weeks ago and it had been a while it had been a while since i'd been in it and i was just blown away like some of these tracks are breathtaking, especially the, uh, I don't know, the extreme ones. I don't know what their terminology is for it, but there are regular tracks and then there are extreme ones, which do loops and flying and all sorts of, you know, Mario Kart style stuff in VR, things that people might not consider the most comfortable thing in the world. Uh, but it doesn't bother my stomach at all. And I, excuse me, I absolutely uh, love it. And hopefully this new track, whatever it is, is one of those uh, one of those immersive extreme tracks. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really love it. Thank you, Tam2, for stopping by. We we really appreciate you hanging out and answering questions. Uh, and good luck. Hopefully we'll talk to you again soon after uh, after the game launches out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh. One thing I have yet to do with this game, Roots, is, is try uh, try out my will. And that's kind of odd because this is kind of the one game I wanted to play with the wheel when I bought it. Um, so many different options in this game, though, and all of them implemented well. And, you know, I'm interested here. They're saying that the uh, the virtual steering is even better now, which I thought it was fairly decent before yeah absolutely yeah i guess i don't think it has wheel support per se but um definitely the virtual wheel some people say in the mini gun stock uh wheel thing i i at least in the was it this game i tried it in i didn't really care for it but i mean it's the one thing that i didn't care for out of that mini stock uh thing um but uh, maybe it wasn't this game maybe it was a different racing game i can't remember well you know, honestly, uh, virtual wheels and virtual HOTUS and all of this stuff it isn't my favorite thing to begin with. I like to have some like tactile feedback to, uh, to, it always seems like you overcompensate, right? When there's nothing to stop, stop you. And, uh, so typically when I play this, um, I, uh, I use the sticks, hmm. but, uh, I am interested to, See what they mean here by full immersive steering like what's that mean why the name change how's it different that's I'm, true uh, i'd like to know yeah i mean if they can make it work i mean it would be nice to felt you know feel like you're holding a steering wheel this is the thing though i mean i guess you're only using one hand the whole thing is you want to have one hand free to grab stuff right and throw it um which is kind of nice 
uh, I don't know. I enjoy the game. It's very good. Uh, one of those games that the more you play, the better you're going to get at it because there is actual timing to the uh, skid turns and stuff. So, cool. Yeah, yeah. The, this game is all about drifting. Uh, after you master drifting, um, it, you can pretty much keep your boost meter full, which is how you uh, pull pull away or catch up to uh, to your competition. So. Uh, a, a very important thing. Didn't you guys say that you can use the wheel along with a controller to uh, to, to grab like the guns and stuff while you play? Yeah, yeah, that's the only way I like to play. Even if it's not the wheel, I um I like to use uh, the joystick and then use the other controller to grab. You have your hand free, right? So, so yeah, right. That's how I normally play it is that way. So yeah, I'm assuming um, you can use a steering wheel the same way. Uh, I think we should find out like soon because this game is absolutely amazing. I had a blast playing it the other day with just the controllers. And uh, again, I, I don't think this game gets enough attention. Like it, it's, it's literally like a, a Mario Kart level of polish that's been put on this thing now. And I'd be surprised if uh, the studio doesn't end up getting acquired by one of the big players in VR to do this specific type of game uh around uh imagine these guys doing like an astrobot racing like, yeah i can totally see it right yeah absolutely that'd be really cool astro cart touring carts has wheel support techno glitch says so you could try that yeah, and touring carts you know we we didn't really you know we kind of downplayed it a while ago but um it's 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 kind of this that what we give other people crap for wes all the time about the graphics being everything right this thing is amazing graphically and everything touring cards maybe a, a like a earlier generation as far as graphically you know look like maybe the original nes mario kart but the gameplay is really good right so definitely might have yeah. to check that out as well yeah you know in the early versions um the touring carts actually kind of reminded me more of mario kart than this game did like it felt more like uh, like a mario kart game now with that said you know that that's you know one of the original early mario karts and now this is kind of like the the later you know mario kart uh any 64 version versus the yeah. s and uh, the nes it was a big difference well, when this, that came out this is like this is like the wii u version or the switch version like it's it's a completely modern kart racer true yeah, it's really good. Beautiful, uh, beautiful graphics, beautiful animations, creative weaponry, and a uh, fun gameplay loop. Yeah, or like GT says in in this advertisement, uh, immersive dashing. Uh, I agree. It's definitely amazing. Yeah, yeah. So definitely more to come on this one. Um, if you guys haven't already, there's an hmm. invitation to our Discord down below. Uh, I can certainly see myself getting into this one. Uh, very soon uh, to try out the wheel support. Absolutely. Yes, sir, Bob, trying to save us from uh, Simplex in the comments. It says Dash Dash does have wheel support. So now yeah, I'm know, conflicted. Yeah. To, to, be, to be clear, I know Dash Dash has wheel support. What I was wondering is uh, do, do I use the, uh, do they have some other system uh, built in to, to use the weapons other than, you know, driving with one hand holding a motion controller in the other hand like this hybrid controller supports what i was curious about yeah i know that you can use a, a wheel with it yeah i've been aware of that for a while yeah anyway uh, 
yeah uh, looking forward to this one coming to playstation vr like i, I feel like this might be a hit on uh, on console i agree i think it will as well latest in a long line of updates for vr first person shooter compound has now dropped on steam overhauling the tutorial and adding a new player onboarding experience although the game is still listed as early access it seems that a full release could be near according to the patch notes on steam this update quote significantly improves the game for first-time players including an overhaul to hq shooting range and tutorial this includes new tutorial images and diagrams clear indicators for gun grab positions new interactable items in the hq area and much more while this seems like it may be a bit of a token update for longtime players it's just the latest in a long line of substantial updates for the title and basically is ser serving as a stopgap on the way of version 1.0 Compound is now available on Steam VR. Uh, Roots, we've been talking about Compound pretty much throughout the entirety of the history of our channel. And it is a game that I have still managed to not get in there and try it out. And uh, it seems like the time may be getting near as they've added all of these, um, all of these features for new first time players. And, uh, by all indication, uh, this game's going to be leaving early access very, very soon. Yeah, for sure, dude. I'll tell you what, you need to get into this game. It is amazing. I'm looking at my Steam library and all of our Steam libraries. I don't see this. I know I've played it. Is it on uh, Viport Infinity or? I don't think so, man. I think this is a Steam exclusive. Maybe it was one of the other um, two people that used to be on the show's uh, library. Oh yeah, for sure it was. For sure it was. I remember seeing it in there. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know, man. I like this type of uh, game. I, I like the boomer shooter aspect of it. Uh, you know, a lot of time, you know, during the early days in our channel, people said that the uh, the free demo. There is a demo for this game. Uh, they said that uh, that it gave too much of the game away, and that people, if you have that, you don't really need to buy it. And I don't feel like that's the case anymore. They've added enough to this game since then that uh, I, I feel like um, now now it's pretty safe 
pickup. I mean, it was it like twenty bucks on Steam. Yeah, twenty bucks. Um, yeah, no, I I think it's really good. I think it it, you know, I'm always talking about wanting to feel like I got sucked into a retro arcade game, and that's exactly what this feel. The retro feel of this. What's really good about this West, the 3D, the the bullets when they're flying around, everything just looks really good. Very, um, I love the art style. And, uh, you know, it's funny because I guarantee there's people out there that are, you know, PCVR players that would say, yeah, this is really good. But if it was out on Quest, they'd be like, man, this is Questicled. You know what I mean? The graphics, they obviously dumbed them down. No, you know, sometimes artwork is artwork. And sometimes it has nothing to do with, you know, uh, playing on a, on a lower platform. This is just really good. And um, I definitely think you need to get in there and check it out. It's really good. It looks like Theta Legion, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. It's just very old school type of um, gameplay as well. And I really enjoy it. I'm actually I may pick it up. So. I think you should. So I can play it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, I will pick it up because I, I even just watching it i played through played enough of it i do enjoy it i do want to play it more of it so there you go um dark angel says i watched uh gt play this or something very similar and onakazi says there's been a demo available for years yeah it's one of the more notorious demos uh on steam like uh you know it's one of those kind of like a contagion you know that it's kind of uh reputation precedes it uh yes bobs this is gonna make you want to play this even more he says 144 well i guess you don't have i guess you could go 120 um 500 super sample 144 hertz i'm assuming he's played this game nice yeah so that's uh i uh, just super sharp so uh, i hear um your reverb with uh um that's i guess 100 probably be the same right Nice and sharp. Uh, reverb, reverb's uh, limited to ninety hertz, I believe. I don't yeah. think it does one twenty. Yeah, you don't need but, one. Uh, but my quest will. You That's know, true. My quest will will do one twenty. So maybe we'll play this one in the quest. Yeah, it looks good, man. Like I said, it is good. So uh, yeah, I think uh, I think maybe during our uh, our slow period at the beginning of the year might be a good time for this one. Stay tuned for uh, a stream. Yeah, for sure. Orchasm. Uh, Defective Penguin Games recently released their debut title, Warcasm, on the Oculus Quest. It was originally released on 
Steam last year, but it was recently updated to a new remastered version. The title, quote, pitches players against both enemies and the environment as they hurtle through chasms and underground passages of an alien world in a desperate bid for survival. Warchasm is a retro-styled arcade, uh, I'm sorry, a retro arcade-style on-rail shooter where you'll find yourself trying to survive by dodging obstacles and traps while taking enemies down along the way. The game features adrenaline-fueled retro arcade action, a campaign mode fought out over multiple stages and worlds, intense end-of-level shootouts and boss battles, multiple treacherous locales including space stations, volcanoes, and water worlds, an array of fiendish foes and vehicles sent to stop you at all costs, environmental hazards, and booby traps to test even the sharpest of reflexes. Futuristic weapons, including ray guns, blasters, mortars, and quad missile launchers. Workasm Remastered version also includes several changes that aim to improve the overall quality level of the game. The models in the games have been optimized and retextured. A reduced reliance on dynamic lighting improves performance on lower spec PCs and at the same time allows for higher quality particle effects and post effects. The game's difficulty has been rebalanced. Two special weapons now unlock at an earlier stage. Shields regenerate faster, and ammo, health, and shield drops now occur more frequently. In addition to all of this, the game just feels more fluid now due to better pacing with regards to enemy spawns. Workasm is now available on SteamVR as well as Oculus App Lab. Or Meta App Lab, Roots. Hmm. Uh, anyway, um... This game hit App Lab about six weeks, two months ago, something like that. And uh, I've seen it in our library, thanks to our friend Eric. Like we said earlier in the show, he's kind of on top of this stuff. Uh, what I didn't know at the time was uh, that this game was so cool looking. I mean, this looks like some, uh, you know, rush of blood action, even if it is a, a different aesthetic. Uh, this looks like it could be fun. A uh, 3D sewer shark in VR. The Onakazi says, you know, I was thinking <laughs> had something similar, like, um, it's funny because people will like trash this and not everybody, but some people will, um, but they'll, you know, the same, and maybe they're past it now, but you know, there was a day when everybody had a, a tablet or, or on their phone and they were doing subway runner and all of that stuff. Right. There's a reason why people like it. It's not that hard, not simplistic to some extent, but this is mine cards. This is like getting to, um, it's mixing a lot of things in there, right? Somebody, uh, I think Wolf Raza said something about Indiana Jones, kind of with the minecart. You got, you know, you're shooting all these enemies, kind of like a Space Invaders type of thing. Uh, it just looks super cool to me. And I guess you're actually leaning, right? You're actually leaning in your space um, to dodge this stuff and uh, to make the car move, I think. But it's just, it looks really cool. Yeah, Wolf Raza says uh, that tilting and ducking makes it like pistol whip a bit. Mm. Um so even though it is a rail shooter, uh, it, it's not, you know, it's not a hard rail. Like you, you, you do get a little bit of maneuverability and movement to it. Uh, a lot of people look at the words rail shooter as kind of like bad words in VR these days. Um, I disagree. I, I feel like there, there's a lot of bad rail shooters out there. Uh, but if you get a good one, it's one of the best, uh, things to play in VR. It, it, a good rail shooter, a good wave shooter 
is just mindless fun that, that you can burn through time in. Yeah, absolutely. It's because of those bad ones that people have a bad taste in their mouth about it, right? They're like, literally think of those rail shooters. When you say rail shooters, they meet their mind thinks of those crappy ones, right? And I said this last week, and I'll say it every time a rail shooter or any anything comes up that's being overplayed, which rail shooters is one of them for sure. It needs to be unique. It needs to think outside the box um, if it wants to succeed, because nobody wants another rail shooter. Uh, this one you know thing what what's up we need a we need a uh we need a, a a rail shooter uh rhythm game that you uh used to shoot zombies That's what we need. We need a zombie <laughs> mix it all zombie up rhythm game rail shooter yeah there we go hell yeah dude horror too really really scary zombies um but you know just having a uh just thinking outside the box and this one absolutely does this is unique and i, I think a rail shooter this is kind of like you're going on a ride at the same time, right? That's one of the things that was coolest, at least for me, when I used to go to big arcade games like Disney World or Disneyland when I was a kid, actually, rather. Um, or the ones that you get to ride in, you get into an actual machine and it just felt like you were in it, right? Well, now you are in this thing. You are going through this area on minecart shooting things that are trying to attack you. And people say, eh, rail shooter. I think it looks amazing. I think Wolverine is right on the money. He says a shooter is a shooter, and if it's done well, I like it, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's hard to mess up shooting in VR. Yeah, yeah. House of Dead. There were so many good shooters, right, that I would pump quarter after quarter into, and um, yeah, this one looks cool. Technoglitch says it looks better than Yuki. <laughs> nah, well, I'll tell you what. Mash <laughs> died a little bit inside tech. You just killed about two percent of Mash's heart. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if it looks it looks different. I really love Yuki. Yeah, Yuki's really good. Um, very polished uh, bullet hell experience. Yep. Um, I don't know, man. You think you're going to get in and try this one out? It is in our library. I do want to try it out, actually. I, You know, when we first talked about it, I like you said, I was like, eh. even when you talked about it, kind of in the Discord, you, I don't know, you probably hadn't really watched the footage too much either. You were like, Something about it just being like minecart or yeah, I saw that. It's that minecart thing. It, it looked, you know, whatever you said, I can't remember. And I thought the same thing. And then uh, now watching it, I, I think it, I definitely am going to check it out. I think I will as well. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up the week's featured stories and bring us into our reminders. And we do have stuff out this week, ladies and gentlemen. We do indeed. house escape a vr experience is coming to us from meptic on november 30th uh, i talked a little bit about this when it was the last week or the week before roots this is a uh if i'm not badly mistaken this is free this is a free experience on uh on steam and uh while it, it doesn't look like it's particularly breaking any sort of mold 
I do enjoy this sort of thing, these escape rooms, these horror-themed escape rooms. And at the end of the day, it looks pretty high quality. And, uh, I mean, you can't beat free. Yeah, absolutely. I'm confused because um, I guess at the time we talked about it wasn't available uh, because I would have imagined I would have I would have picked it up. You know what I mean? At that, that day when we talked about it, I said, oh, shoot, this is free. I'm taking it. No, it's not out yet. That's probably why. It is. Uh, it says it's planned. We will be coming soon. Let me add it to my wish list in real time. Yeah, November 30th, according to VR Focus uh, website. So uh, just, uh, what, two, three more days? Yeah. Two days. Cool. Yeah, this is definitely worth checking out, right? Looks cool. Looks like a very uh, elaborate environment. This mansion, right? Yeah, it definitely looks cool. Now, of course, you'll never know until you get in there and play, but it looks cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Unplug VR is coming from another way on december the 2nd to steam vr and unplug vr is uh coming to valve index and or any steam vr uh headset as long as you're using valve index controllers hmm. uh, the finger tracking being the important thing uh roots i i kind of feel like uh this game as good as it was on quest it probably going to be even better on an index as the tracking should be one-to-one uh 100 of the time yeah i'll be interested to see i don't know if uh, maybe Mashal will be able to get a, a copy of it since he owns index and check it out and see if it's any different right he kind of was impressed with the game on the quest as it was right yeah yeah and for the record i mean uh, it was it was really good on the quest and they've updated it a couple of times since then to kind of streamline it make it uh i mean they unlocked all the tracks so you don't have to go through kind of their old progression system uh you can play the songs you want right away now is it weird wes actually i'm about to say it and i know it's gonna sound weird but i'm tempted to go back into it just to go through the tutorial again I, <laughs> that's super weird for me man that tells i just want that guy was such a good tutorial I, really was cool satchel rocks man yeah satchel for sure uh yeah well anyway unplugged coming on december 2nd for those of you out there who have an index if you like rhythm games maybe give this one a look absolutely
Virtual Hunter coming to us on Steam VR on December the second as well. Uh, Roots, when that was in this past week, uh, I turned him on to to real VR fishing on his Oculus Quest, which he is enjoying. Um, but you know, after he got into that game for a little while, the very next thing he came back to me with is, "Is there a hunting game? Can I hunt in my headset?" And uh, my only answer to him was Song in the Smoke. But there's so much more going on there than just hunting. Like you can hunt in that game, but I mean, you have to, you have to eat, you have to find shelter, you have to do all this other stuff. There are no real pure hunting games on Oculus Quest. And I'm kind of surprised that really this is the first legit hunting game that we've had in VR period. Like what's taking these guys so long? I don't know. It's funny because um, I didn't even know this game was coming out, that it existed. But I literally was just thinking yesterday, um, and I can't remember what sparked the thought, but I was like I, thinking of all the the games that exist, you know, the, the real hunting games out there that everybody loves. And it's just another genre that nobody's tapped into, right? Because there's people out there that want to hunt. And then I see this in the lineup today, and I'm like, and not only is it in the lineup, it's in the coming out soon, right? And I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even know. Drops out of nowhere, right? Um, I think it's super cool. I now I will submit. Um, I've also played another game and hunted in it, and it's one of my most favorite games that I've ever hunted in VR, and that was Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, but that's like a totally different thing. But being able to feel like you're actually tracking an animal and and hunting it down and probably for someone like your dad that's actually hunted and and loves to hunt maybe doesn't get an opportunity to hunt as much as he used to and it's like one of those itches you can't scratch well this could help right so that's cool i haven't been hunting in years probably 10 or 15 years since he's gone hunting so uh yeah this would be something he'd really enjoy if he could play this on his quest i'm sure he'd pick it up mm. um well Veraza nailed it though he says they would have to add so many factors for it to be up to snuff for a lot of hunters and that's exactly what my dad said to me like for it to be right there would have to be a lot of detail into it because there's there's more to hunting than just walking out in the woods and shooting animals there there's a system to tracking it there there, there are factors uh th that um that, that change with the seasons and the time and the time of day even um it, to have a really good hunting game would take uh, a lot of insight and uh, maybe this is the game. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, look at it. You used this as an example earlier with uh, real VR fishing. Look at how realistic that's becoming, even to the depth of different fish. And, you know, give developers enough time. And if they have a love and maybe they're an avid hunter themselves, and they that's their, their goal, right, is to make the most accurate um, hunting game out there. I don't know if that, that's this. And even the one that somebody mentioned in the chat earlier, Deer Hunter, um, that's not 100% accurate either because a lot of those are arcade, arcade-y, right? But I guarantee one of these is going to come out that's going to be super accurate because you do have the people, uh, whether it be shooting or hunting or whatever it is, they want the realism. They want the, the simulation, right? They want to feel as close to what it would feel like in real life without being real life, so... Yeah, we need a Cabela's game for VR. Cabela's big game hunter VR. Hell yeah, dude. And you know what's coming, dude. Like, this is the thing, man. You, they, they can put us in that world and make us feel like we're really hunting even more so. 
how cool would it be now this is gonna sound creepy and it's right online with 2021 um but maybe it's not uh you know and there's horror movies out there like this maybe it's not um game you're hunting maybe you want to hunt human you know you want to hu hunt a human and you can't uh, you can't do that in real life but so you can go in here and you can hunt some humans down i don't think it's a good idea but I, i'm sure it's coming you just give me a great idea for a <laughs> horror game no, that... you go out and it starts off like a hunting game you go out to, to hunt the game and then you become the prey oh my god I, that sounds creepy it would be a good horror game i you know and and that i've seen a horror movie that was like that or i guess they they let you know they the, the people are there and they they find out that they're the they got to run you know creepy be fun in anyway, here. Virtual Hunter uh, available in four days on Steam. So if this is your jam, maybe check it out. Awesome. The sequel that nobody asked for is now a reality. <laughs> Fruit Ninja VR 2 coming from Half Brick Studios in the early access on December the 2nd. I can't wait to not play this. Yeah, I was just telling you between, during the trailer that this is the, the, the uh, sequel that um, we didn't know we needed, right? Um, or, like you said, didn't ask for. I don't know. I'm sure there's people out there that love Fruit Ninja. I never played it. Never was really interested in slicing fruit. Um, but uh, it's an early title. I guess I, I was playing other stuff like Edge of Nowhere and right. some other cool games. You know, so I don't know. Right. Uh, you know, um, in all fairness, I'm sure that it's quite fun. It's an arcade game. It's a very popular one. I'm sure that it's very fun. Probably VR the best version of it, as is the case mm. with most games. Um, with that said, I mean, I wonder what the new one offers that the first one didn't have. I'm sure there's newer mini games. Uh, was there a bow and arrow in the first one? I see that. See, that's, I don't um, know, man. Let us know in the chat or in the comments exactly what was Fruit Ninja. Because I never played it, but it looks like a, a game your kids would really like, right? Well, they used to when they were really little. My mm. daughter used to love Fruit Ninja at the arcade, so oh, she probably okay. would dig this. And Fruit Ninja 2, I'm sure the fruit are super realistic now and more beautiful. <laughs> super, super high detailed, and they're just amazing. I would imagine there's got to be maybe weapons added, or you know, maybe there's some kind of special fruit. Looks like you got a little bit of Beat Saber going on in there. You got some water. You, got, you know, I don't know what the water has to do with anything, but um, it looks, it definitely looks graphically cool, and it looks like it would be something that would be entertaining i guarantee if this is on viveport infinity and we actually tried it we'd probably come out saying this is actually pretty cool uh it's just not something that i gravitate towards right off the bat right fruit saber that's what they need to make <laughs> space denison has a good point fruit ninja gets sequel before super hot well i think super hot's still selling so that's probably why 
<laughs> as soon as people stop yeah. buying super hot, then we'll get super cold. Yeah, I agree uh, with the sentiment, though. Like, come on, guys. It's about time for that super hot sequel. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, that wraps up the week's releases and brings us into the Viveport report. Their new Viveport Infinity titles this week, Roots, including Zombieland, Headshot Fever, Hinge has finally came out of the coming soon category, and a uh, brand new puzzle game, Gravitational, also available. That's so, crazy. As is, as is always the case, the very strong Infinity Library gets even stronger. That's crazy. That's insane. Hinge is a perfect one, man. Like, is you, you're just like, do I want to check it out? Do I not want to check it out? They said it was cool, um, but it's kind of expensive. I don't know. I think it went down a little bit in price, right? Uh, definitely yep. worth it. Actually, all three of those are really um, good additions for sure. Yeah, Gravitational, I think, is like a perfect example of a game I wouldn't buy, but I might play now that it's available with Infinity. Like, I might check this out, actually. Yeah, I think I will too. It looks cool. Yeah, certainly. Uh, and then we get to the wish list review segment where we ask all of you to do your part. Take just a moment with us here to do your part to support the developers out there by wishlisting an app or reviewing one. Uh, both ways um, give the game a much needed boost in visibility and uh and also allow the uh developers to get crucial feedback from the community whether it be in the form of a review or in the form of prospective interest from the buyer in the form of a wish list so um i don't know roots what do we, what do we got like work has them we have in our library already i'm going to wish list compound i think is what i'm going to do this week i just did haunted house vr i think compound's probably on my list already let me check that's kind of curious now my wish list yeah 1999 but um if you don't have anything that you uh that you need to put on your wish list right now just take a moment and uh pick one of your favorite games and go give it five stars yeah, because, and like uh, like Wes said, it doesn't even have to be an elaborate uh, review. Just say, play this game, and then five stars. Thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did a couple of uh, reviews in recent weeks on the show here, right in real time. Just took a minute. Didn't take very long at all. Uh, Wolvie says, uh, Fruit Ninjas on Viveport. I'm assuming you say in this Infinity, but that not the new one. The new one is what we're talking about, man. That looks like super, super advanced. I don't. I still don't know what the difference is. I'm sure there's differences, but yeah, like more realistic fruit, and then like I'm sure they have like Darien fruit and kiwi, like all <laughs> types of new fruit to slice. I want some some uh, some tropical fruit. Grapes, like expert mode, could be grapes. Yeah, yeah, sour grapes. Yeah, because yeah, it's really small, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, be sure to let us know in the comments down below what you wish listed slash. The music again. Uh, the intro. We, intro oh, music. Okay. That's good. I just gotcha, killed gotcha. it. I killed it. It's a good song. It's a good song anyway. That's true. Uh, anyway, that brings us to our final 
reminder this week and every week, and that is how you can do your part to support our channel. Of course, if you're new to the channel, the best thing you could do is subscribe and ring the bell. That way you can stay up with our ever-increasing library of awesome VR content here on the Virtual Strangers channel. Now, maybe you want to do a little bit more. Maybe you want to uh, help us produce some of this content and, and increase the quality level of the content that we have been producing all along. Well, you can do so by supporting us on Patreon, where as little as $3 per month will get you access to our weekly show notes, exclusive content and insider updates all less than a dollar per week and uh again you get to know you get the peace of mind of knowing that your dollar went to a good cause and making everything around here a little bit more shiny and a little bit more pretty for your eyeballs so uh, you get your money back in uh so to speak uh anyway and uh last but not least uh, we would like to invoice, invite you, invite you into our <laughs> home. Our home being our Discord server. If you scroll down below in the description, you'll see an invitation link down there to join us on Discord, where we hang out 24-7, talking VR, talking life, getting together with multiplayer games. You can even find my After the Fall friend code on there. Uh, anyway, it's all free. It's all uh, available to you in the description down below. Come join us. Come hang out. Let's uh let's talk. Let's play. Yeah, come home. All right, friends. Uh with that said, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching for Roots. I'm Wes. We'll see you in a couple days. Bye. Take it easy. There's no more additions, right? Yeah, yeah, good, sure. I just realized. What's that? Well, I think we did justice, and I think we, you know, it's good to actually, I feel, I, it's really good that he's there, because that's why I hit that thing right off the bat. He said it, and, you know, be that, don't sugarcoat it he was saying at the beginning of the show um so i was like okay well i'll just write it it's not even that big a thing but this is my biggest gripe oh hey